0: I listen to the black guy who tips because Rod and Karen are hot.
1: Emails, texts, and negative escalation. This central role of anxiety and escalating conflict is one of the reasons why in our contemporary time, emails and texts are so often the source of tragic separations of potentially enriching relationships. First of all, email and texts are both unidirectional and don't allow for return information to enhance or transform comprehension. We must speak to each other, especially when events or feelings are fraught. I wish that all the people of the industrial world would sign a pledge that any negative exchange that is created on an email or text must be followed by a live, in-person conversation. And clearly, we have a responsibility to encourage our friends and colleagues to not make negative judgments based on emails or texts. So many relationships are ruined by the artificial nature of these obstructive walls, especially when one party makes a negative power play by refusing to speak to the other in person they then create the false problem of whether or not the two conflicted parties will speak at all which makes addressing and progressing to the real source of anxiety impossible refusing to communicate has always been one of the main causes of false accusation as it guarantees negative fantasy about the other especially in arenas that are particularly loaded like sexuality love community family material group identification gender power access and violence email and text don't allow for us to go through human phases of feeling that feeling that occur when we actually communicate face to face refusing to speak to someone without terms for repair is a strange childish act of destruction in which nothing can be won like all withholding it comes from a state of rage and states of rage are products of the past as some say if it's hysterical it's historical by refusing to talk without terms a person is refusing to learn about themselves and thereby refusing to have a better life it hurts everyone around them by dividing communities and inhibiting learning when we have terms e.g you stole my money to buy drugs so i will talk to you about this when you have three years sober They may not ever be met, but at least there is always a possibility of repair. Withholding this possibility makes normative conflict or resistance the primary source of injustice between us. It is designed to hurt, and it does hurt, with nothing gained but pain." hey welcome to the blackout Test podcast your host rod and karen and we are live on a tuesday ready to do some podcasting find us on itunes stitcher Podomatic, spotify everywhere you listen to podcasts we there okay just check us out google play everywhere um i Heart radio okay there's just so many of them i can't keep up okay y'all uh this uh every podcast yeah. app um but yeah you can find us there we appreciate everybody takes time out to do that leave us five star reviews on itunes and stitcher that is so dope okay when y'all do that it warms our hearts we read them i read one last night uh just perusing some of the reviews we've gotten in the time we've been off and uh it had this uh phrase in there emotional honesty and i was like yes emotional honesty come through describing our podcast that's all we strive to do here uh but yeah leave us those reviews we love those um the official weapon of the show is the taser, an unofficial sport and bullet ball extreme um i might have to change the official weapon you know these tasers is getting used on a lot of these people out here in these uh these protests and i don't like it Mm -hmm. i mean it's better than a gun obviously that's why we stuck with the taser yes
2: because it's better than the bullet
1: i think i might stick to sarcasm or the official weapon of the show might become uh diplomacy. I like what is on. going on out here in the street?
2: Nonviolence. Right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> words? Can we use our words? Is that okay? Um speaking of which, the book I'm reading from is of course, uh, Conflict is not abuse, overstating harm, community, responsibility and duty, the duty of repair, uh by Sarah Shulman, uh, which is a book that really changed the way I view a lot of things in my life. Um and this one right here is one of the tough ones for me because now let me just start by here she's talking about not abusive situations so before anybody hears this and goes so if my ex beat me i gotta talk to him no that's not what she's talking about she's talking about conflict things that people sometimes mislabel as abuse or violence or things that are literally just you and a different person have a difference of opinion and then the tactics that we use to operate around and through these differences of opinion. Um And I've been guilty of this before, where I've cut someone off from being able to speak to me p- prematurely, to be honest, where I was like, mm-mm, fuck this, I don't like, I don't even want to examine what you have to say to me and what I, what that would make me think about and feel. So fuck you. You know, and I've had it. I think everyone's had it done to them at this point. We've all had these moments, uh, cause I think she says emails and texts, but I think social media kind of counts for this too, mm-hmm. where, you know, someone presumes the worst thing ever about you. Um, I shouldn't say we all had it happen. I'm sure some people don't be online like that, but you know, just in life, you know, conversations, whatever. And, i'm a big believer in the offline conversation i'm a big believer in the face-to-face like let's sit down let's talk about this because i think the vast majority of things can be squashed that way and the hyperbolic rhetoric online doesn't happen in people's faces normally people that come off that way they're really being defensive they're insecure like i said i've done it before so this is not a judgment call on folks those are just the words that i think most accurately describe the interactions but it's insecurity it's defensiveness it's a you know it's this aggressiveness and it's a hyper uh, hyperbolic um rhetoric that's that we're allowed to just kind of spew online and just you know and and then people become the worst version of who you need them to be and she says um you know it 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 allows us to kind of have fantasies about the other person and how evil they are we fill in the blank with they just sit around doing oh they just think of all the evil shit they they just hate me they hate everyone they you know and to some extent it's unhealthy because that's not who that person really is most of the time and it's not really um and it's really about you avoiding the nuance of what is happening in the situation um and then especially in the written form and uh as as she said those are basically one-way communications because you can cut them off at any time so even if someone is you're you're allowing someone to text you back but you don't have to let them you're allowing someone to, to 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 talk to you on social media you don't have to let them so it really is a one-way form of communication with the fraud like i can eject from this at any time kind of held over certain people's head and we've seen it you know people organize shunning people organize harassment uh, all kinds of stuff via because of these tools that we have that make it much easier like it's harder for me in a real life situation if we all eat lunch at the lunch table together and me and karen have a falling out it's harder for me to get everyone at that table to say we're no longer speaking to karen right but on social media it's a lot easier for me i'm the one who's upset people go i don't i don't want to upset rod he's he doesn't so if y'all want to keep friends like this and the, oh god i guess i can't talk to karen no more that's that's like a more of an easier thing to pull off on the internet now maybe you still do talk to karen in private blah blah the point is i'm publicly shunning and shaming her so she's being harassed and feeling that harassment and feeling that force of my presence in her life because we're having a conflict not necessarily because one of us is right or wrong but because we disagree and this kind of becomes a power game of who can win the power struggle and um like i said that was like she uh she uh definitely uh was reading me for filth in this part because i was like i have had conversations where i cut it off with a person where i probably could have been like you know and and obviously you're trying to count this for relationships you care about i if some stranger comes up to you on the street is you know obviously but you know friendships and stuff where you're like i don't want to talk to this motherfucker no more this you know they on some bullshit and and instead of me trying to work it out or being like whatever it's like fuck y'all i'm out you know and so i just think that uh I don't know. I think she had made a good point. And, um, I still remember when I had white friends, we have a disagreement. Everybody's gonna eat wings on Thursday. So motherfuckers could be falling the fuck out. Thursday night comes, and you see this person face to face, 99% of the time, you have to squash it. You, you, like, not, not, not cause everyone's like, you need to squash it, but just because you realize, like, th- this person is a human being that i know that i don't that's not just like my enemy you know what i mean so I'm, you're sitting there and you're like now they might be a dumbass they might not know what the fuck they talking about it doesn't mean they're right but there becomes something real in that connection and you go okay I, I know this motherfucker just stupid like they just don't know what the fuck they are talking about and at the same time they're not like walking around the clan hat i mean maybe they was i don't know but they wasn't in my face okay so you know but it really did make me think about all that
2: i think for me uh i have several things to say about that i think it's a generational thing from the bottom of my heart we are of a generation like i said yesterday we have spent more time offline than online so a lot of our generation well you know what
1: though every year i mean eventually that's going to change yeah i think i actually think we might have crossed over yeah, because we think about it, we was in college when, eighteen. We're forty now. We've been on the internet at least since eighteen, since college. We've been on the internet longer than we've been off now. But anyway, I'm sorry. That is complete. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to derail you. Go ahead. Oh, my bad. No, no, no. It's not. I ain't nothing to apologize about. You just made me think about it when okay. you said that. I yeah,
2: like, I don't even think about it because. Yeah, and, and the reason why I said it is because our generation is one of the last generations. That we, actually we are remember, the last. Yeah, that actually remember yeah. life offline. That actually remember you had to make a friend. Mm-hmm. You had to go face-to-face. You had to talk. You had to communicate. We didn't have this technology. It was not an option. Mm-hmm. So because it was not an option, a lot of people in my range, when we have conflict, we're more apt to be like, bitch let's sit down and have a drink i i want like we're more apt to go to your house find you seek you out we're more apt to do that because no matter what people say words mean things and i've gotten to the point to where there for me personally it's something about looking you in the eye because intent mean things too Mm mm-hmm because if I look in your eye, I, I, I can pick up cues that I cannot pick up of a text. Your body language. Mm-hmm. Your tone attitude. You, right, right, right. The tone, the pitch of your voice. May, may, maybe the, 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 your facial expressions. The way your head might move. Those are things that I cannot get over text. I, 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 you know, and, 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 and sometimes just even be able to feel somebody's energy. Makes a big difference that you cannot substitute a text or a tweet or a post. you just can't. Right. Because you- it, those things are left to your own imagination. Mm-hmm. And, and Roger knows I have a problem with this because even fr- even fans of the show will say something and my interpretation might be completely different because words mean things. So right. how I interpret it literally might not mean, be what they mean. Mm-hmm. But because I'm like, well, what the fuck does this mean? Roger be like, well, that's not what they meant. And I'll be like, Oh, okay. But that happens all the time. And you don't have somebody like Roderick or somebody you can talk to, to give you a better understanding of what's happening. And that initial response is where you go from there. Because I've even had instance where I've been at work and other situations where an email or a text or something goes forth. And I've actually had to go to the person and was like, Hey, I see you got to add to, I hope you know that I'm not the enemy. That's not what I, and, and it gives you a, actually a chance to explain your actions. And it's
1: weird, but I've had that happen to me recently where somebody did like pull, pull the card on me like that. Where I was like, I don't even know what you're talking about. You know what I mean? Where it, like you, you clearly haven't liked me. You've been talking bad about me for the last blankety blank. I'm like, I have not done that at all. Like, I don't even think about talking shit about you. So, where that's coming from you know what i mean and so uh and and essentially yeah there, there there's not going to be an offline conversation it's not going to be a private there, like th- boom it's over you know what i mean now the thing i realized over time though and i think this is a big caveat to what she's saying is it's about valuable relationships there's a lot of relationships that seem valuable feel valuable because of being online all the time mm-hmm. Um, you but, get a
2: false sense of connection but you're not
1: really friends I don't know your, I don't know much about you I know what you tell me on your social media page to me that's not the same as a friendship you know like I know shit about Justin that is not about the podcast it's not about Twitter Facebook or it just I just know him because of life and we talk about shit in our lives all the time Um and that's different to me than just you know someone you met but I think what is happening is the online Shallowness and dismissiveness of friendship and relationships trickles into real life, you know. Because mm-hmm. I've also had a situation where somebody was like, "I I heard you say it, blah blah blah." I'm like, "Let's just meet up and talk." Because to me, this is like to me, this is bullshit. If 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 you could sit down and talk to me, you'll be like, "Oh, this is some bullshit." They never they chose to never talk to me. The thing I think about when it comes to that is. I feel like that comes from an internal place of mm-hmm. having to give up the power of the narrative. Mm-hmm. Because when you don't have to face the person, it's easier to build them up as a boogeyman. It's easier to build them up as this like evil, vile demon that just turns into a new person when they turn around the corner. It's easier to do that than to sit down and be like, So let's explain like how did this come up? What's this misunderstanding that you know, that kind of thing. And um one of the things in the book that they talk about that is kind of the underrated part is because overstating harm i think is a hard one for people to wrap their heads around because Mm -hmm. right now we're in this period where people haven't been listened to for so long that we have to not have to people feel that they need to overstate harm in order to be heard and we are so that leads to this kind of um uh like this this competition of who can state the harm in the most over the top way that's the person who's right so you know if me and you are having a discussion and i'm like karen i disagree and you go you're you're stupid and i go well that is uh violently ableist and you go and you, you bitch and you go oh well you're a fucking misogynist uh you're fat ass and i'm like oh so now you fat phobic and then we just keep going like explaining our case to these imaginary people watching right because that's what's happening online and so it's there's no incentive for us to come to the table and be like yo hold up what did you mean by that where did that come from um let's get away from this kind of competitive online atmosphere and sit down and look across the table and now let's talk about it um so there's like the part that's underrated to me in the title is the duty of repair because the duty of repair people think of oh and you see this all the time now with the wokes i have caused harm in the community and i want to repair this harm and they're never really allowed to it's always not good enough whatever the fuck happened because liberal people are really hypocrites about that but the thing that i find interesting is the duty of repair is not about the person who did the infraction trying to make it right that happens a lot Mm -hmm. that the people want to make it right they're like i didn't realize how much i fucked up or i fucked up and i'm sorry and i want to do the duty of repair is actually to the the community to the the harm people to allow someone to be able to repair the thing and that and we don't allow that right we don't allow that big
2: problem um i think for me uh and this is this kind of happened offline But, you know, for me, growing up in a household where children were meant to be seen and not heard, not really having a voice, and I realized I'm better since I've gotten older. Mm -hmm. But when I was younger and I was at the house, I used to talk extremely loud. And I I, I used to be like, motherfucker, you not going to tell me the goddamn shit up. Like, Mm -hmm. I I was very dogmatic in that for, for my voice not being heard and a lot of people their first time is online my first time was in real life so people will be like hey Karen you know the volume of your voice just raised up 10 inches and nobody's mad and nobody's upset but the way you're responding you know because I used to wonder why I would be talking to somebody somebody else walking in the room and they'd be like god Karen mad but if you know me you know I'm not mad you just know the best just how i speak and how i talk right but pe- but other people would think there would be an anger fueling in me when it really wouldn't be an anger i'm talking loud because i'm like oh you oh you're going to hear me you're not going to shut me down you're not going to overtalk me you're not going to tell me to shut the hell up you're going to hear what i have to say because what i say is valid you know and it's one of those things where you've never if you have never been in a place where you're feelings and your views and your opinions have been validated when you get a platform you're going to do everything you can at all times to let everybody around you motherfucking know hey I am speaking and god damn it you're going to listen whether you want to or not yeah. and so for me I had to go through a, a transition where I had to learn that people actually do listen to you um, and I had to learn that The people that are caring and concerned, they're going to listen. The other people, you just have to let go. And that's a process, too. But a lot of people are getting that process online. They didn't really get that process in real life. So for me, I actually got it in day to day real people interactions. A um, lot of people are going through the same transition that I went in real life online. Online, right. Because, and that's why I can relate and I can understand they're wanting to be the loudest. They're wanting to right. talk forever. They're wanting to project. Them, them hand clapping. You know, right. I, I understand that. Shutting but, down everybody Right, else. I understand that because you get to a point where you're just tired. You're tired of being told to shut up. You're tired of being told you don't matter. You're tired of people telling you to go somewhere and sit down and shut up. You, you 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 get tired of of, of just everything around you telling you the opposite of how you feel you know you're valuable you know you matter you know you know your words have power you know you can influence people you know you got these great gifts you know you can do things but everything around you is literally telling you the opposite of that so when you get to the point where you go it's my time to shine you're going to shine And you're not going to let it go, regardless of how devastating it may be, regardless of who it damages, regardless of who it hurts. Because you've been hurt so bad that you are not looking at who you're hurting in the process of getting your voice out there. And a lot of people make that mistake. A lot of people don't understand that it's okay to talk and it's okay to speak and it's okay to get your voice out there. But at the same time, don't harm people the same way you were harmed, not realizing that you're using the same tactics that were used against you to bludgeon somebody else. But you don't realize that at that time. You don't realize that you speaking and doing things are actually hurting people around you that you might actually care about. But because you're so dogmatic and because you're so gun ho about, I got to get my opinion out there, you don't consider other people's opinion, which is how you got there in the first place, out of that hurt and pain. And because we're so... I can speak myself because I was so gun ho of getting it out there. It, 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 some, and sometimes it didn't matter, but it does matter. Mm-hmm. It, it, sometimes it's not what you say is how you say it. Sometimes it's not what you do is the techniques.
1: Oh, you mean tone policing? Yeah. Okay, you tone policing um, right now. You can't, you can't do that. And,
2: and, and a lot of people they, they, they don't understand that because you could be right and wrong all in the same phrase. Yeah, I was and, talking
1: to Bossy the other day, and that was something she said that stuck out to me was just because you've been wronged it doesn't mean you're right correct and that's something that is hard for people to grasp so they they do attack like that
2: right because it's 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 it's, it's, it's one it's one of the things where if you're speaking out and and, and 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 you're getting these feelings and emotions out a lot of times they're very raw they're, they're they're raw a lot of times and a lot of these people are getting their true raw emotions out which is fine but for A lot of people, they need to realize, well, I had to realize, sometimes online is not the place for raw emotions, and that's a hard concept when the world tells you to put it online, put it online, put it online. If something happens, put it online. I got to cry, put it online. You know, I'm sad, put it online. Broke up my boyfriend. Every Everything is telling you to put every single moment of second of your life online to people that actually don't care about you. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you have to learn how to fight against that somebody did an infraction i have to fight back somebody did something to me i got to speak back why because online tells me that's what i'm obligated to do
1: i think also something you said earlier though when you said about not being heard i think people take that lesson and they go i need to dominate so they don't really understand the ability to just like this person and me disagree on a thing it shouldn't be the end of the world it ha it's like, no, I have to win it. I have to show them they're wrong and they have to agree with me. You know, once again, I just wanna just asterisk I've said it before, but this is important for this discussion. We're talking about conflict. We're not talking about abuse. We're mm-hmm. talking about conflict. There's a such thing as abuse, harassment, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all this shit. We're talking about people that just disagree about certain shit. It, you know, it could be personal, it could be immaterial, whatever, but there's a difference between you know those two things and i think that is what happens and i think the duty of repair the way that it was framed in the book it just made me think about repair such a different way because i always thought you know i always felt something was off you know could be the impact thing you know i see past people's bullshit sometimes and i always knew something was off with the way people talk about apologetics which Mm -hmm. is essentially you know this breakdown and analysis of apologies and i do think there are such things as terrible apologies we see them we've yes. all seen them but i've also noticed that there's no such thing as a good apology
2: no such and thing. the
1: only time you ever see someone say somebody's apology is good is if they already were rooting for the person you never see someone say someone had a good apology that they don't fuck with period ever and so that something in that struck struck out to me while i was like oh it's because we're we don't want to give up the power and allow them to repair the harm so we're gonna pretend that nothing they can do is right because i've seen people say literally say someone should have said blank in their apology if they was for real another person fucks up they say that they they add they do the, the opposite thing so let's say in this case you know please forgive me you know for anyone that was offended please you know and they go for anyone that was offended you should just apologize to everyone it's like okay next person you know to everyone uh, that i offended i apologize uh to to everyone (laughs) i ain't offended you just need to do such as it's like it just move the bar just moves you know it's you know i'm gonna give money to this charity (laughs) just some money that ain't enough or that that ain't gonna fix what you did you know and it's because we would have to give up a grudge we would have to give up something and that is kind of what compromise is that is what repair is that is what all this shit is Sides have to give up something. You know, they like the contrition has to be met and people are just afraid to give up that power uh in these situations.
2: Yeah, because at the end of the day it's a lot of hurt people and it's a lot of people, a lot of adults that do not know how to deal with conflict they don't know how to deal with their emotions they don't know how to deal with their feelings they have these energy you know these energies and stuff that children deal with now these adults can actually coach their children through shit Mm -hmm. but when it comes to them it's a whole nother animal even though you're actually feeling the same feelings and emotions that you walk your child through you're actually feeling them just on a more complex level Mm -hmm. but you're actually still feeling the same basic emotions they might be hidden in other forms but anger is anger no matter if it's a, a kid fighting because another kid stole their toy or it's because your boss piss you off that the, the root of it is anger and so i know for me uh growing up as as i grew up i uh with my mom and stuff she used some of these techniques and so for me that's why, like I said, I spoke loud and things like that because it would be like, okay, we had a conflict. She wouldn't talk,
1: right? Or she well, would... also controlling the conversation is control. So that's what people do. That the silent treatment—that's that's what that means. Is this is the thing I can control? I can control the conversation. Like I might can't. I can't control your opinion. I can't. I can just not allow you to try to change your mind. I cannot allow you to explain yourself. I cannot allow i can shut you off essentially and Pete that's what we do a lot online is shut shut off the conversation and once again i'm talking about valuable relationships right. not everyone you mm-hmm. does deserves access no, to they you don't. but you know if, you, if your thing is to run to the i'm not talking to you side of the fence as soon as you and a person have a disagreement and you know start conflating it as abuse and violence and shit i mean i do worry about people like that because i'm like yeah that's like that's coming from inside you
2: right and like me we are talking about like relationships that you desire to salvage yeah, because right. some relationships they just aren't worth it but the relationships that actually mean value to you you know and at the end of the day a lot of the conflicts and a lot of the the responses and the way people feel and even when i was talking about speaking loud and doing these things sometimes you're just wrong and that is the hardest thing for people to admit sometimes you are just wrong mm-hmm. you started off wrong you said the wrong thing you were just
1: wrong well, here's the thing about that though right mm-hmm. a person who is anticipating cutting you off dominating the conversation right they consider domination to be the the, the goal of relationships and you see this in marriages, everything so think about this that person does that by making the other person feel that they are wrong and that what they've done is irreparable and that now you must promise fealty to me or whatever but i am in a a moral high ground and you're down there and you don't deserve to even talk to me right so then why would that person ever admit they were wrong about anything because to them they're putting themselves in that position to be shunned to be punished to be cut off so for them it's like i can never that the fear for them and you see this all the time online the insecurity and fear for them that's leading the conversation is i don't ever want to be in the wrong i don't ever want to be in the position of the person that says i fucked up y'all i'm sorry Mm
3: -hmm. because
1: i because i would never let that person off their back i would never put my hand down and pull them up and say you know what everyone fucks up so i can never let myself be that person so that means when i'm wrong i gotta be right
2: right 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 and 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 to me that's that's a problem all in itself because you know that's when you get into uh you know other issues with personalities and all that stuff uh but for me i think that uh it's it's like a catch-22 because i'm i'm almost the opposite of most people and i've gotten better over the years i'm almost too fucking apologetic Mm-hmm. you know so for me i'm very quick to be like oh my bad i'm sorry you know and, and just keep going because that's just the how i function a lot
1: of women struggle with that apologizing when they ain't wrong
2: right and 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 the older i've gotten the more the better i've gotten about saying i'm sorry less and saying i'm sorry when it's the appropriate time well, and the other, space the other
1: part of that is that when you do it that way you don't mean it it doesn't have any meaning you know what I'm saying if hey, uh, I need to get to this cabinet. oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean it like it doesn't mean anything Cause what what you sorry you sorry in the same way you would be if you fucking like crashed my car no like it's not like it's not the it's it's like it it starts to mean nothing it's like you know how i love yogurt i love uh edamame it's like well then when you say you love me what does that mean because you never eat am i on the
2: the same level as these items i
1: want to be loved for real you
2: want to be loved like i love pizza
1: right so (laughs) so so like i think that's a little bit different because you know um the thing with you is that you like you stand your ground more now especially in when someone's trying to like manipulate a gas like you like you don't like it was a time where you would have really bent over backwards and let somebody you know i remember you had a friend you worked with that was just you know it was really becoming a pain like it was like what the fuck is this calling all the time uh, Mm -hmm. like just being very disrespectful of our time of your time right you know it's like we're at the movies like what you doing girl i'm at the movies okay well anyway let me tell you about it's like what the fuck are you doing like what is this you know and that you know there was a time when you would be like that but i don't think you you would do that anymore
2: no no and and a lot of that is just growth and growing and learning who you are and what you will and won't put up with and you know and, and and it's one of the things where and and i might be wrong but i feel this is just mean i feel like for a lot of women as they get older a lot of men not trying to funny don't want to be bothered with them and the reason why they don't why a lot of men "Quote unquote like younger women is because they're stupid and they dumb and they don't know no better and they don't know who they are and they won't stand their ground. The mm. older you get, the more you're like, nigga, I'm not gonna put up with that bullshit. I like it like this. This is what we gonna do. I know this. I know that. You're you're mm. more apt to put up a fight. And a lot of men kind of want a woman they can dominate. You know, mm. you know, consciously or subconsciously, a lot they want they want a woman that I'm talking about straight." you know straight they you know a lot of men they want a woman that they can quote unquote tell what to do and and it's not going to be a a fight back you Mm. know because she just don't know and they know that you don't know
1: (laughs) yeah all right let's get into the show (laughs) butterfly in in the the
3: sky
1: sky. i can go twice as high high.
3: take Take a look it's in a a book a reading rainbow. rainbow I can go anywhere.
0: Friends to know and ways to grow. A reading rainbow.
3: I can be really anything. Take a look. It's in a book. A reading rainbow. A reading rainbow. A reading rainbow.
1: all right i guess we should start with some coronavirus news i'm gonna go off the board again okay uh so this is another video that i was sent online um uh kind of kind of like yesterday of
2: the band. get out there and act like you
3: got some sense you
0: know, some you out there the
3: food. are we talking to you
2: don't get out there playing that's
0: what i get out there and do every night so I don't know how to do man.
2: Now, I didn't come all the way out from Lexington to Winchester for you to get out here and mess this up. Now, act like you got some sense. And if you do, you might get a little of this right here. This is one And I hope you get out there and do your thing.
1: Ooh.
0: All right, man. Now, Gino, right.
2: don't get out there and mess it up. I don't
1: anybody. realize so much of this is going to be an go uh, intro.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I just saw the video.
2: Oh, I, I, yeah, this is my first time
1: seeing it. Oh, okay.
2: Thanks. Ian Cullivan for the first time to perform for you lot. Put Brandon our whole production on. The
3: Wallace, Winburn, Johnny on drums, Jake from State Farm, and Chica, two short rows, performing the smash hit "Row Not." Ladies and gents, DAF Entertainment presents to you the Virus Within.
0: One, two, three, oh, Florida opened up, they beaches and they gon' be
2: screen is gone or is that just me it's Hold gone on. uh let me am i off your screen okay me,
1: yeah yeah uh, okay What's? oh oh yeah i'm not oh, it says waiting for you to reconnect and i'm not on there either
2: okay because let me
1: pause the recording give me a second only
2: reason why i refresh because okay
1: the, let me pause the recording all right we had technical difficulties the chat room didn't get to hear the song so let me uh try playing it again for them one
0: two three uh, Florida, open up baby they go. Take me back, Take it, take it, And too. too. Take it, take it. Please don't get take sick no more. It, take it, so you you know you know. please it no. don't get sick take no more. It,
1: Now, I do love the song. I do feel a way about them not wearing masks or social distancing in the song, though. In the video, I feel like it kind of defeats the purpose of the song to for them to be all close together without no mask on in the same room. I'm just saying. It might have been better on Skype. I don't know. (laughs) If you're going to lip sync anyway, you know, why not everybody? It'd be funny if everybody was doing it on Zoom, I guess. I don't know, but other than that it was pretty uh pretty good video thanks for whoever sent it to me well actually the many of you who sent it to me
2: (laughs) shout out to you
1: even with that not being what the coronavirus song is supposed to be it's fine it's fine um all right let's talk about coronavirus news bill Gates says there could be a substantial reduction in coronavirus death rate by the end of 2020 Mostly because not of a vaccine or a cure, although he does encourage people to take a vaccine when it is available. Uh, the person who has invested, I think, a hundred million dollars in, mm-hmm. if not a billion, invested, for him is
2: like invested a lot of money.
1: Yeah, like they, they they're trying to, to to the
2: point where they are. Uh, Donald Trump uh, what, uh, accused him of conspiracy. Some shit. they like, no, nah, we're just trying to help people. Man, nigga. The shit that the government should be doing.
1: Yeah, announced plans in February to donate $100 million to vaccine research and treatment efforts for the coronavirus as part of the World Health well health organizations request for 675 million in contributions to fight the spread of the virus in june the foundation pledged an additional 1.6 billion to the gavi vaccine alliance an organization focused on efforts to immunize children amid the coronavirus pandemic so uh yeah he basically was like what's gonna happen is they're gonna come up with therapeutic drugs so drugs that help treat people who get coronavirus because he was like the vaccine may or may not be here by then and whatnot but hopefully they'll have some different drug uh cocktails and shit that can help people to not get as sick or to at least not die uh belarus's president who claimed vodka could cure coronavirus has been diagnosed with coronavirus
2: not enough vodka uh you know you are wrong all of you are wrong
1: yeah yeah
2: yeah yeah. uh uh uh, before you do that back to story number one i feel them but uh i I don't i'd rather just not get it like
1: uh yeah obviously bill gates is on the don't get it train mm -hmm. he's not an idiot but he's saying he thinks some of the fatalities will die off because oh we
2: have something to fight against right Right. now that makes sense okay i'm with you now
1: anyway yeah and that dude, back to this dude he, he is wrong very wrong i'm yeah. supposed to feel
2: sorry for that
1: i don't yeah this thing was talking about vodka could cure it so and going to hockey games without mask and uh, refusing to shut the country down
2: the, the, v- vodka, vodka didn't put up a good enough fight
1: i guess it didn't have enough alcohol content in it
2: and apparently not
1: um <laughs> there's another woman where she didn't wear a mask another it's like you have a karen every day so today's Karen is this this lady uh, who went into a store without a mask, and and apparently started calling people demons and shit. Oh, I know. I command you in Jesus <laughs>
3: Christ's name to get off this aisle. I command you in Jesus Christ's name to get off this aisle.
1: Really. So, is everyone wearing masks supposed to be the demons? Right, she's nuts. Wow.
0: Ah. <laughs> really?
1: So I guess some people are calling maybe the security or something because she's not wearing a mask in right. the store. You know, man. I you know I hate to say it. I know people you know hate when I do this or whatever. But but something's
2: wrong with her. That's
1: yeah. That doesn't look like a person that's mentally well. Mm -hmm. And I know you could say that about a lot of these like straight up racist ones. But this don't feel the same to me as like the. I'm not wearing a mask because white supremacy. Even though that is also ridiculously bad shit, but to me this is something else especially you start throwing that god shit around there like she might have some mental health issues for real for real right um so but yeah still a danger to the community you gotta get the fuck out the store regardless of all that homeboy
2: you and jesus can walk on out the front door
1: yeah you still gotta go like you you somehow drove to the store put on clothes and all this shit man like you you could have put a mask on and yelling at customers kicking them out of the aisle what the fuck does that mean you're like uh by the way three los angeles food suppliers including mcdonald's biggest provider are forced to close due to COVID 19 outbreaks that have resulted in 140 employees testing positive you don't say open up the economy you don't people gotta work
2: and also it's one of those things too to where in my opinion uh a lot of um a lot of food our food supply needs to be broken down to smaller pieces and parts uh because if you had more people actually supplying food when you have an outbreak he wouldn't shit fucking shut everything down like when tyson shut down shut that down all of a sudden hundreds of thousands of stores don't have a food supply now (laughs) you know what i'm saying like it doesn't make sense
1: yeah just I don't, like all the people just out there open the shit back up it'll be okay just mm-hmm. we got to go to work what about the economy it don't matter D- yeah. the, the disease the 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 the, the virus is going to shut it down even if you refuse to even if you know you're under pressure from citizens that that are stupid and think that oh we can just open it up those people don't know what the fuck they're talking about and they don't right. have to deal with the consequences of like their stupidity is on your head when you're the one in charge
2: come on somebody got to have some common sense to listen to the scientists
1: yeah meanwhile you have and that's a california has gavin newsom who you know at least from the interviews i've seen seems to be like a more level-headed and like democrat like like he seems to be concerned about the public welfare i don't know what kind of pressure he has on him i mean i know they already had like elon musk basically went rogue and was like i'm opening up my shit no matter what the fuck you tell me to do so i don't know all the pressures he's dealing with or whatever but i mean i know they shut down before everybody else like california like when they were like two or three weeks ahead of people with the like we're shutting down and now they're at near the top
2: and also all jokes aside and it's not the whole state most of the state is is reasonable but you have these subsections a lot of times they're in these predominantly white populated areas they were breaking out and shit that we had eradicated because a lot of them are them anti-vaxxers and all that bullshit so of course they're not gonna wear fucking mask.
1: yeah i don't know what you do man i don't i really don't i think you know obviously the people at the top you just hope that they're regimented enough to be like i'm not gonna cave to pressure but this is the problem half of our country even in these blue states, you know, it might, maybe, like, California might be blue, it's not 90% blue, it's blue, like, probably 35 to 40-something percent of people over there are Republican, just like every other state, you know, and, you know, in in North Carolina, our state, it's 50-50, in Virginia, you know, it's probably closer to, it's probably 50-50, maybe now it's getting a little closer to 60-40 or something, but the point being, matter of fact, in our state, it's not even 50-50, it's probably, like, 30-70, but, you know, Republicans got all these dirty tricks. The point is, they're loud. And they put this pressure on you. And they, and then they defy the fucking order anyway. So it's like, well, what are we gonna do? You know? So I, you know, I'm, I don't envy anybody in the charge of a state where motherfuckers are just like, I'm determined to do some dumb shit. Cause what do you do? You know? And that's before you get the businesses, dumbass, greed, being, oh, we need to open up. Get everybody back at work. Nigga, they going to just get, get sick.
2: And then you're going to shut down and have to end up wasting money, quote-unquote, cleaning up and opening up for another two weeks to everyone keep shutting thinks, down again. It doesn't make sense.
1: Everyone thinks it's like they can go by luck on this. Like, the only people I've really seen handle this right has been the NBA the nba was like we're reducing how many people come to work we're reducing how much they leave and and when and, your ass and, get in the
2: bubble you hit in the goddamn bubble
1: yeah like that's the only people i've seen that seem to have put a lot of thought into it everyone else is kind of awesome therefore the grace of god I go i and just hoping that it works out um governor of georgia brian Kemp has abolished all mask requirements all cities and counties in the states that so when you have these hot spots like atlanta where mayor keisha, keisha lance bottoms is like hey we need to wear a mask here there's a black population here it's highly at risk as people are closer together than out in rural georgia wear a mask i'm mandating it for the city he's been like as governor i override the mandate
2: yeah because he doesn't care he never should have got that goddamn job in the first place he stole that election okay nobody says i that man stole that goddamn election yeah. Because if you'd have had who was supposed to have that job there, she'd have shut that shit down.
1: Stacy Abrams, yeah. She wouldn't have let that happen. And then the thing is, I don't know, man. Like it's kinda thankless to be a politician anyway, so don't get it in it for thanks anyway. But like Keisha Lance Bottoms, man, she catch it from both sides. Like <laughs> like the like there's a constituency of, of people that live there that are, you know, black people that are like fuck Keisha Lance Bottoms. She ain't shit and then when she does something that ultimately is to protect black people's lives with something like this you got this fucking racist ass governor like fuck them niggers i want them to catch the coronavirus matter of fact nobody can wear a mask i'm overriding this shit so Mm -hmm.
2: can he turn around and sue her to try to sue her too Mm
1: -hmm. like this shit is wild um a kentucky couple that was placed under house arrest after test positive for coronavirus and refusing to sign uh oh so they were placed under house arrest because they caught the coronavirus and then refused to sign the quarantine order to stay in the house and social distance uh she said um she decided not to sign the form because of the wording of the document my part was if i have to go to the er if i had to go to the hospital i'm not going to wait to get approval to go i had gotten a message from them a text message that stated because of your refusal to sign this is going to be escalated and law enforcement will be involved on thursday police showed up at the couple's home and put them under two-week house arrest they were ordered to wear ankle monitors and they, they will notify law enforcement if they go more than 200 feet from their property I open up the door and they're like eight different people. Her husband Isaiah said, I'm like. So she thought they were bullshitting. They was like, okay, you don't want to sign? Cool. I'm like, what the heck's going on? This guy's in a suit with a mask. It's the health department guy. He has three different papers for us, for me and her and my daughter. Elizabeth denied ever refusing to comply. She said she was planning to stay isolated anyway. Mm-hmm. We didn't rob a store. We didn't steal something. We didn't hit, a, do, hit and run. We didn't do anything wrong. Mm-mm,
2: but you was planning to walk around there and, and possibly killing people though.
1: I just, uh, I get, I get her point if that's the, you can't call the ER or 911 if you get sick. Um, I would understand that. My, my thing would be just sign the shit and then if you get that sick, call 911. What the fuck are they gonna do? Right. Like, it's not, like, cause that's the thing. They weren't gonna put an ankle monitor on you. They weren't gonna be watching your house if you didn't, if you signed it. So just sign the shit and then if you really do get deathly ill, or whatever hey i'm calling the emergency room i don't know what the fuck to tell you i'm not gonna call y'all second yeah i'm not gonna die because i signed to see the paper it seemed like so it makes me wonder if that's their real motivations that's what that's what makes me wonder is because to me that seems very common sense they
2: had no plan on social distancing they wanted to defy it because that's why you fought it in the first place you're using that as an excuse to 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 justify you not signing the paper and then you get mad and people's like you can't just walk around here we went planning on it yes the fuck was. oh they
1: was white y'all but um but not i i really um yeah it just makes me wonder because i it seemed like the easier thing to do is sign it and then if in you do have an emergency situation obviously you call the fucking ambulance it's mm-hmm. not like you signed the waiver and then uh you sign the form and then all of a sudden all your phones redirect to the police department before you can call the hospital that's not how it works so that's just ridiculous and also even with the ankle monitor if you get sick you're gonna call 911 so why are you even acting stupid about it oh uh, anyway it makes me doubt them and it could just be because they're white. That I'm doubting. It could be that. Maybe I'm being racist, but, but you know, a lot of these white people have this streak inside of them where they think this is the real racism. Being told that if you is, have coronavirus, is, that you might give it to people, so you should stay home. Is this it's oppression? Yes.
2: Yeah. You're like, yes, bitch. Yeah, yeah. No, it's not really oppression. You consider it oppression, but it's not.
1: Right. Is this what the slaves felt like? Grocery store worker reportedly used pepper spray on a customer who refused to wear a mask and became confrontational a los angeles grocery store reportedly saw an ugly confrontation on wednesday when an employee pepper sprayed a customer who refused to wear a mask los angeles county has made a requirement to wear facial coverage coverings while in the public in an attempt to curb the spread of COVID 19 and a store employee had informed the man that he had to wear a mask or leave the man allegedly refused and then began to ram a woman with a shopping cart You know, when I read the headline, I was kind of prepared to be like, yeah, that might be a little too far for an employee to do something like that. But then he got violent. But I Uh, I feel like... That might
2: be better than putting them hands on you. Get get some of this pepper spray and and hopefully it'll kill the coronavirus you got.
1: Yeah, I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm supposed to feel sorry for that bitch. I don't. Yeah, get this pepper spray to the face then. No, let me, let me hear this all the way out i looked down there there was a guy just yelling at someone when all of a sudden you see him you know he takes he takes the handles of his car and just rams this woman i think he was just screaming about the mask he didn't want to wear a mask Cell phone footage taken immediately after the incident shows a man on the ground surrounded by milk well maybe that was on his grocery list because he got some uh you know that helps relieve pain from the pepper spray Mm -hmm. the man was later transported to by the way if (laughs) i know they say that shit helps and works if you have ever had like hot like hot wings that were like atomic hot and you drink some milk don't work fast enough it don't and i don't know if you ever you know because
2: i was in school and somebody sprayed pepper spray by accident Mm -hmm. that shit will motherfucking fill the room in goddamn seconds and it will take your breath away you'd be like the fuck is this
1: yeah my freshman year in in college before you got there i remember i went to uh one of the it was a dorm dance or something like not dorm the gym dance you know they had the the gym and you go in there and uh niggas start acting up near the end because uh they play motherfucking um one of them fight theme anthems nah they played they actually played a wu-tang song i won't say they play protect your neck which is not necessarily known as like you know for us at that time it was really more like if they was gonna play like i don't know uh down for my niggas or you know tear the club up but they didn't play that they played that Wu-Tang and I don't know why he played that Wu-Tang because I mean it was supposed to be girls in there everybody's supposed to be dancing with each other and you play some shit like that in the middle of that like it's just nothing but hard neck niggas in the floor wearing Timberlands and shit come on and so everybody's forming the mosh pit
2: and then the
1: football team and the basketball team got into a fight yeah because they bouncing off of each other and the police came in and pepper sprayed inside the gym that shit took the whole fucking gym like everyone was crying running out Mm -hmm. so yeah it
2: spread when i tell you pepper spray spread fast. What?
1: yeah i don't know that milk would have uh figured that one out dog but
2: you'd you be coughing for a hot minute
1: the cell phone footage yeah so anyway he got hot he got taken to the hospital yeah by you paramedics as a precaution
2: bet you, you had your mask on you'd have been at least kind of prevented from the from breathing in all the pepper spray
1: yeah i like here's the thing about the mask shit i don't think you should like that woman yesterday at the dog park out of that was di- out of line yeah
2: that was kind of different because they was outside a closed environment like you know like mm. the the situation is different situation is different. but you're getting ready to walk in here with all types of people not giving a fuck. And then you act a fool because I'm actually enforcing the law. And this is brings up the stuff we talked about yesterday. It's cool for companies to say this, but who is going to enforce these laws and what do you do when motherfuckers say fuck your rules?
1: Right um and they probably gonna end up and fire the employee or some shit you right know company
2: getting sued or anything a
1: record 5.4 million americans have lost health insurance study fines because you gotta think about people lost their jobs
2: yeah we the only you know one of the few industrialized nations in the world uh probably as big as we are that don't have national some form of national health care where everybody is covered regardless of a job or not a job and the thing is the thing about your insurance being attached to your job that started decades ago as benefits, your insurance was benefits for the low pay, <laughs> you know, cause they didn't really pay people. So they gave you insurance as the benefit to kind of compensate your pay. And it's just kind of always been like that. And it's very uh, frustrating because a lot of people end up, st- companies notice staying at bad jobs, putting up with bullshit because the insurance is good because if we had insurance like nationwide insurance people would travel all across the country people would like go to all types of jobs i think that will give people a freedom here that we've never had but because you have so many dumb and stupid people that actually don't understand that healthcare actually benefits everybody um and this is the end result you know because everybody assumes that they're going to have a job because a lot of these people that don't want national health care you're under the assumption that you're always going to have health care
1: yeah it's a big thing it stops people from doing a lot of shit yes um and that's why obamacare was such a big threat to these people and obamacare had to be a compromise because there were still democrats and republicans who did not want to see a world where you could be um insured privately or i mean from the you could be insured publicly through the government so they was like fuck that shit Mm -mm. you can't um you we not about to let this happen what about the insurance companies you know and now with a pandemic and people losing their jobs, meaning they're losing their health care, you're going to have people going to the hospital and getting in deep medical debt, not being able to pay it, probably having to declare bankruptcy if they don't die, and the hospital doesn't make the money the person doesn't make the money and now when they bring two aspirin to you when you have insurance at the hospital it's gonna be 75 five dollar aspirin because that's the only way they can make the fucking money back like it's it's such yeah, a it's such a setup
2: the cost goes up for everybody because right. el- cost of health insurance were going down once obamacare got there because That means everybody got insurance because the insurance company only won't help the people, truth be told. They don't want sick people because when you have sick people, you got to pay for shit. That's Mm -hmm. when you actually use the health care. Older people, you actually use the health care. Sick people, you actually use the health care. Most young people only go for their annuals and their physical. But the thing is, you have to have enough healthy people to compensate for the people that are not to balance that out.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, you know, the particulars of how to do it, I'll let other people get into that, but... The, the not having it not having any real insurance and no alternatives, and what Trump has stripped out of Obamacare like it, it just it just people are fucked,
2: yeah, and it's very <clears throat> it's very very uh frustrating and it's very irritating because you have jobs like a lot of McDonald's and a lot of lower wage jobs whatever the minimum wage is and i think it's like 32 hours they'll 31 and a half 31.75 like they'd be yeah, sure that yeah it's not minimum wage not um, minimum hours. hours right so they'll do whatever they can not to give you those hours because right. they don't want that extra cost they don't want
1: to give you insurance they don't want to let you they don't want to put it out in there uh hong kong to suspend all schools due to coronavirus spike so hong kong um had a um uh, a sharp rise in locally transmitted coronavirus, case, coronavirus cases, and it fueled fears of renewed community spread. So they just shut down all of school immediate, like no school anywhere, period.
3: Yeah.
1: How many cases did that take? Well, Karen, I know you're probably thinking somewhere around, let's see, we haven't shut down. We have like 4 million or Mm-mm. something, you know. Uh, 38.
2: Yeah, because 38 they, new cases. They, they, it's not a game. And the thing is uh they was like yeah school is shut down which means here is tough for parents because you're actually having to do the teaching and all that stuff they're they're like no we're sending you home that's it no school
1: 42 cases on thursday 38 on friday and they said yeah we're gonna just shut it down
2: yeah because we don't want to be like america america's a fucking laughing stock
1: nope total number of cases since late january now stays at stands at 1400 1,404. Seven people have died. They shut down school. Here we're like, what's the worst thing that happened? They
2: shut down school.
1: They just shut it the fuck down. Like, why are we even playing with this demon? Fuck it. Because they was like, it started here, and we're not going through that bullshit again. We believe in science. Shut it down. Just ridiculous. Um uh all right let's move into other news uh oh and well this is i think I already, everyone knows this but hospitals told to send coronavirus data to washington not to cdc nothing will go wrong with that let me guess y'all lately the numbers been trending down. Is that, is that what's been happening like we got this thing under control all right um <laughs> let's get into other news real quick um hmm i don't feel like talking about this stuff sure uh 50 cents apologizes 50 cent apologizes to megan the stallion after sharing shooting this and that meme. he said he did damn i didn't think this shit was real it sounded so crazy at the stallion i'm glad you're feeling better and i hope you can accept my apology i posted a meme that was floating around i wouldn't have done that if i knew you was really hurt sorry I mean, he's the ultimate troll. He is the ultimate troll. I look at this shit the way I would look at, like, you know, um, the way I would look at, like, Bugs Bunny trying to give me a handshake. Like, or the Joker when he has the Joy Buzzer in his hand that kills you if you shake his hand. Like, there's no way this is going to be a, like, I wouldn't trust him for shit. And I, I doubt he can be very sincere. I mean, this nigga was shot nine times himself and thought, this is hilarious so you know maybe that's how he lives his life but he's one of those people that i just don't understand how he how the woke people continue to fuck with the shit he does but that but they do like they like they'll be mad about this but he's consistently like quote-unquote trash you know i don't really believe in that but he's consistently what they will call trash and they consistently be like every saturday morning i gotta watch power like the shit got 12 spinoffs or whatever the fuck because <laughs> cause everybody <laughs> watches <laughs> I, I i don't watch it but and i'm not saying i don't watch it out of some conscientious choice just i just don't watch it i thought it was bad but people fucking like love that shit and they like and then they but then they pretend to be mad about some shit not even pretend i guess they genuinely get upset but not upset enough to quote unquote cancel him the way they claim to do all these other people it's mm-hmm. so weird It's like he got immunity because he just never tried to be shit.
2: Duh!
1: At least he was truthful. Like he was was like, like, you didn't pretend. I'm not on no woke shit. I don't like, no, I'm not, mm -mm, I'm homophobic, transphobic, uh, hate women, all this shit. He went at the Oprah, told all these people she hates black men because she did the Michael jack she, uh, interviewed the two guys from the Michael Jackson documentary, made, you know, basically the pressure of people following behind him and some other guys, led to oprah and gail not covering on the record which is an outstanding documentary um that you can only get on hbo max right now um that really is about russell simmons and the accusations and allegations against him so he shut that down behind the banner of black men black men you know black men the other day i saw on his twitter on his instagram everybody was mad because he said he don't like black women they too angry only like exotic women i'm like where's the obligation the other way there is none so you so if you fail for that okie doke we got to support black men and not let people you know that have been sexually assaulted by them have a voice if you fell into that line then where are you on this shit is this is i don't know anyway uh, sure, he's a, sure he's a great guy octavia spencer calls on hollywood to cast more people with disabilities we should and can do better agreed uh yeah on the 30th anniversary of the americans with disabilities act the actors appeared in public service announcement for the ruderman family foundation calling for hollywood to provide a more authentic representation of people with disabilities by increasing casting of people with disabilities including on-screen roles that portray characters with disabilities
2: and one thing uh on that day uh you know a lot of news articles and stuff started popping out uh, around it and i started kind of reading up on it because you know you know like ada ada compliance and all that stuff but what i did not know is that when george w bush i think it was george w not my business was 1988 so my business daddy uh george bush passed um the laws for this uh, like mm-hmm. like signed off on it i did not realize it wasn't proactive so if there was a building that was already built that building was not required to meet these standards it was like buildings moving forward were required to, but if your building did was not like that, mm-hmm. you were not required to go back. So there are still buildings in our country that people don't have proper access to uh, because of this. And also, it's one of those things where uh, a lot of people have been fighting that fight for a long time because I guess since I've been born, we've always had these things, but just like when black and brown people... A lot of things that are here we take for granted mm-hmm. because uh you know what now they have stuff when you have your your your, your babies and the care in your carriages uh guess what because somebody fought for wheelchair access Now you can roll your, 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 your your baby carriage up there. You know, when the UPS and FedEx man come, had to have that little dent that they loop around and go up, that's because of wheelchair access. It's like, them fighting benefited other people. But because it's always been there, people take this stuff for granted. So when people have these fights, they're not only fighting for themselves, they're fighting for other people. Like people that actually may not have any disabilities benefit for these people's fighting for their rights like everybody else. And it, and, and it's sad and it's shameful that it took so long for people to get like this. They have a, I, I, I seen a picture, and I didn't even think about this. I forgot where it was, but there was a picture of somebody in a wheelchair and a man up on the curve looking down and actually shouting at them. Mm. And I was like, the hell is this? But then I thought about I was like, oh, because business, they don't wanna have to pay for the ramps. They don't wanna have to, to pay for the access. This actually cost them more money. Now you have to consider all this logistical stuff. Now we got to get elevators. Now we got to get escalators. Now we have to get lifts and all. Now we got to get these things in to make it more convenient for you but other people benefit
1: from this too right and then i mean with acting positions it's that thing where obviously acting is a thing where you pretend to be someone else you pretend to do something else and i do understand that there's uh certain jobs where you know like if you have a movie where part of the movie is a flashback to this person and how they got in a car wreck and they lost their ability to walk and so you need an actor that can play the before and after right I get that but some of this stuff is just people taking roles right? that will never go to a person uh that ha- actually has those attributes in real life Um and then they get lauded for it normally which is one of the biggest incentives to take the role is that they go ooh you uh are not paraplegic but you're taking this role as a pair what a great job you're such a great actor and then you know hollywood pass themselves on the back when that person gets the award they do the speech you know it's finally seen we can finally see people with disabilities and i'm so honored to have this role and it's like in this entire thing no one who actually experienced that was allowed to have any say or input and i think um seeing this like you the you basically have to make it uncool and then people won't take the role we just had holly berry do this she was going to take a role as a trans person and then she dropped the role because on twitter people was like no this is whack what are you doing she announced it on twitter and it was like no you shouldn't do this and she dropped it that same day like and apologized um and i think that's kind of what it's going to take is you know people like um octavia spencer speaking up and being like hey what are we going to do
2: Yeah, because things like that, those are the things that matter. That's like when black people see black shit and they go, nah, I don't think a black person would do that. Or LGBTQ, you go, that's not my experience. Well, yes, yes, absolutely.
1: Absolutely. I'm not trying to stop you. I'm just saying absolutely that. And the reason that happens a lot more is because the roles are so limited, Correct. you know, because honestly, there's diversity in every group. So, and what happens, you know, I watched, um, Discl- uh, disclosure, I think is the name of it. It's, um, man, or is it undisclosed? Fuck. Now I gotta look it up. Hold on. Um, there's a documentary on Netflix, um, uh, about, um, trans people and their experiences in Hollywood. Um, and, um, and they were talking about... Okay, so I think it's disclosure. Okay, so disclo- I said it right the first time. Oh, look at me. Um, or I think I said it right. Anyway, disclosure. Um, and one of the things that, to me, as a black person, I can't speak to trans experiences, obviously. But to me, as a black person, one of the things that became obvious is kind of like black shit, is not necessarily that there's a wrong way to be trans on screen or a wrong portrayal necessarily. It's just that when the portrayal is not coming from your creative uh hands it is inherently going to be difficult to trust it so no matter what decision they make it could be like scarily like oh i know trans women who've gone through that i know trans men who've done that it doesn't fucking matter because i'm going to immediately look for the distrust there because i'm being boxed the fuck out so i'm like that element of it is there so you know it could be something where like well it's not necessarily a bad portrayal and whatever but when this is one role out of the thousands in hollywood and there's no one who's going to be cast for it to actually has lived this experience right. i'm going to be more mistrustful of it i'm going to say this is not what would have happened this is not the truth this is you know why didn't they write it this way you know as opposed to look at black shit now so much black shit is out there if you really sit around and go uh, a black person wouldn't do blank wouldn't watch another tv show because i guarantee you there's another one where a black person created it and the person in the, the cast Black member- shit. did you ask it for? yeah the actor made a different choice so you know it's just even if like even if it's acceptable authentic reasonable the the the, the distrust is bigger than that you know it's just um like uh it's uh yeah like someone said how can it be authentic when it comes from someone who does not live the experience i mean that's what acting is right uh you may have never cheated on your wife but you can you, you play a act play an actor who does you know like but at the same time if there's no roles for people who have lived the experience people gonna be even more oh, distrusting
2: right even and sometimes even <laughs> hate to be like this sometimes even if their complaint is not valid yeah they they're they they going to complain because i don't understand the complaint even
1: if you do a great job correct someone still did not get that because this is the other thing we talk about hollywood we're talking about work yes so 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 like it's so funny because this is the one this is that thing where white people go we have a diversity of opinions in the room and that's the only diversity we really need here in our business Mm -mm. that's kind of what they do with stuff like this they're like well we have a diversity of actors and i mean sure we're you know brian cranston's never been in a wheelchair for real but i mean he why can't he play someone that's in a wheelchair and it's like okay this like you expect me to accept this as a but the and accept it on a level that no one who ever has been in a wheelchair can have this job right right that that's what you
2: that's what that's you're you really saying right yes you are you
1: know and that so it's like and the cross- we're, we're
2: not even gonna waste the time to look for the talent you do not even go look for the talent
1: yeah the crossovers never crossing over to us you know and that's where people i think that's where you people get fucked up at so yeah even it, and like i said it could be a great performance like even if somebody was like it passed the quote-unquote smell test i'm sure there's, there's black shit like that for me where i'm like yeah a black person didn't write this but this is a fucking good like this is a good portrayal of black people or mm-hmm. you know uh, what? Is it like kelsey Grammer did girlfriends or something like that like none of us is sitting around like fuck kelsey Grammer. we're like nah girlfriends is good a white person got it right uh the Wa- watchman this year that uh uh Lindelof is not a black person on any level doesn't know shit about black people but he put people in position and he made a great show got, got nominated today like hey yeah you sometimes they do hit it out the park and they don't live the experience that's not a good enough excuse for black people to never be in the room. That's right. not a good excuse, good enough excuse for trans people to and never be in the room. And that's why people push.
2: So I, right. I so I'm, I, I feel valid with people pushing, and 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 wanting the standards to change because those people, not trying to fun, no matter how irritating they could be to some other people at other periods of time, they have a point, and their point is it needs to be more diverse.
1: Yeah, that's the ultimate, you know like looking past the disdain for all of it mm-hmm. the ultimate point is when the fuck are we gonna get our checks and when we gonna get to sit at the table right because Cause i want a hand and telling how the story is told because it's not because that's the other thing <laughs> it's not like every person is, that's that has a disability is gonna be able to like make a masterpiece film like it'll really be equality when people that have disabilities take these roles and they're not good actors that's gonna really be equality because not every person that's able-bodied is a good actor and they stay getting work like that's that's true equality when black people put out some bullshit and and we go eh, it was some bullshit oh well that's when we will have reached equality i don't don't
2: have to support it just because it's black
1: yeah like we we still get precious about our black shit because we so worried the white man gonna come take away all the toys um all right let's let's move into some other topics here um you know what i think uh let me see did i add anything to fucking with black yes fucking with black people y'all let's go ahead and uh play that old chestnut
3: we're
1: just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people That's right, y'all. It's time to play the game we all hate to play. It's fucking with black people. The game goes all around the globe. We find if articles make us feel fucked with, and we assign point scores to 0 to 100, animals to 25. Today's contestants, everybody! Yay! Um, Terry Crews is back in the news. Um, so he went on Twitter and, uh, just tweeted out, conquer our own negativity nothing wrong with that right karen do you have a problem with that
2: not that not the way that's phrased but coming from
1: him is gonna be a problem for a lot of people Mm. now why would you think it's gonna be a problem i put it on the screen by the way in case you want to see it oh
2: no i didn't see that
1: no you say you don't have a problem with this karen so no, i don't know no no you talk
2: our own negativity but i didn't know he was gonna spell it like that
1: uh, spell it how
2: it's say cool
1: oh, oh oh it does oh my goodness i didn't see that coming oh my goodness i did not even wow how did he do that Mm-mm-mm. oh my goodness chance the rappers one supporter out here i know he typed that he was feeling ain't nobody gonna believe this he was feeling himself
2: yeah that's why he immediately backed down we ain't heard him since have we
1: mm-hmm Right. well he, he he could not wait to get out there Mm-mm. hey girl i just wanted to let you girls know that i'm a real messy bitch
0: i a messy bitch who lives for drama
1: mm-mm-mm it's sad to see him go out like that but i guess he admitting it <laughs> I'm definitely not gonna argue with him. I mean, if that's what you want to claim. Maybe trying to take the word back like we took nigga. He trying to have it, have it back.
2: <laughs>
1: so. He like, I'm going own you this. Only, only no. mm-hmm. uh, y'all to so. know. Mm hmm. Y'all not gonna
2: shame him.
1: Yeah, he said, Y'all ain't gonna tell me. I i don't think he took it far enough.
2: Oh, yeah, he could have went further.
1: Yeah, I think he got you know, I think he could have added more, you know uh he could have said a uh, collection of outspoken negro scholars you know uh that way you can get diamond and silk in there you know um There's was so many things he could have said so many things it's so funny ironically i was playing this game in like july duh uh july 2nd uh late at night with uh, a couple of people i follow on twitter well i think it was because um i forget who someone used a acronym that didn't make any sense oh it was uh bar the the, it was that barstool podcast that named itself nigger now it's gonna get extremely real and Uh then um i remember being like yeah why didn't they say you know collection outspoken negro scholars and then um people started chiming in j-dub said justice in grandoy 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 uh situations or uh, grando situations um uh my man snotty driven said meeting on, meeting on outspoken negro critiquing racial inequality collecting knowledge educating twitter ah! <laughs> which uh, is moon which is really moon kicking. He missed the R in there at the end, but close enough. Um, and then I said, prominent organized resistance creatives honoring many original Negro crafts involving yearly scholarships, which is, uh, porch monkeys. Uh, so said, join intellectual gentlemen going against blatant, uh, obdurate opposition. Jiggaboo. I know. <laughs> Uh, it's, I didn't realize how many people participated in this thread because I had my mentions all, you know, basically you blocked that. off, but everybody was getting in on some of this. Oh my God. Uh, someone said sports podcasters over overt kleptocracies in podcasts is spook. <laughs> Developing all racial kinship, kinships interested in evolving situations, solutions. Uh, lower East scribe, he said that's, uh, darkies oh no yeah we had we had a, quite a time
3: apparently so
1: so that was a good night i don't even remember i didn't even say all of mine i had more in that thread <laughs> they were so they were so ridiculous man oh my god oh, so <sighs> i love being black but anyway zero to hundred for too. terry Crews. uh 25 i guess I mean,
2: 25 okay uh, it is what it is i'm not fucking it
1: mm-hmm. it's very low for him It's really not much he, he didn't that's really yeah you're right 25 it's not much to say
2: Mm-mm. and it and, and ain't worth me getting my dandruff up
1: speaking of coons coon cheese to be retired after the 21 year fight to change his name
2: who a uh, wrestler fight like
1: mm-hmm it's a type of cheese.
2: Oh, so it's a real cheese.
1: Coon cheese, yes. It will be stripped from the Australian supermarket shelves after prominent indigenous activists won a decades-long campaign to rename the controversial brand. Boy, we are getting everything in 2020, just as the world ends.
2: I didn't even know coon cheese existed.
1: If this is a movie, Morgan Freeman will become the next president and the asteroid will hit because...
2: Ooh, I can't imagine. Ooh, you want some coon cheese quesadillas?
1: This is Australia, so like... Do they, what are they doing calling people coons? It's Australia. Like, I know where coon comes from in America. Like, has we exported our racism all the way down under? Of course. Wouldn't it surprise me if an American made it up. Get your own racism. Don't y'all got all kinds of animals to be calling them?
2: And they, they may have just named it after a, a, Why y'all a, not... a,
1: a wild raccoon, and we well, like. Well, we, that's where coon comes from in, in, in America is from raccoon. But I'm saying, why the fuck is Australia saying coon? Shouldn't they be like fucking marsupials or some like kangaroos or some shit? Oh, I saw two ruse come in here today, mate. Like, why the fuck are y'all talking? Why why y'all still in our shit? Get your own. Good grief. Oh, you want some of this coon cheese, coon? I swear, racism is the only culture white people have ever exported from anywhere. Just let me <laughs> give me some of them coon tacos. Get some coon cheese on these. Ty- what are they commercials like?
2: I have no idea.
1: Right, it's like coming to the party, it's like somebody, the- somebody break out the cheese.
2: Somebody it's- break out that. Look
1: at the white people Look at the eating cheese. Oh. <laughs> Put some coons on this cracker for me. You know what this sandwich needs? Some more coons. <laughs> like Grey foufawn. Apparently it's so. pardon me. Do you have any coons? Uh
2: yes, I would like for you to spring a little coon on this set.
1: Can I have some cheese? <laughs> Excuse me. This isn't cheese. This is coon. Can I have <laughs> some of your top quality coon? hmm Maybe Jason will like over there promoting it. Okay, I'm gonna stop. Uh uh zero to hundred Karen. <laughs> <laughs> stacy dash over there in the uh, commercials mm, i'm so mm, sorry. Mm. Be the last. such good coon cheese mm. Coon tastic. diamond and silk over there i know what i want some of this coon cheese girl mm-hmm. mr trump gonna get us some cheese uh zero to a hundred karen oh. <laughs> van carson
2: Friday, oh, a smooth uh 50 uh how about uh so what is it uh kung fu
1: kung Du. so kung do oh man Mm-mm-mm. can't have a pizza without coons Mm-mm. um yeah I, I i'm glad they got it taken down uh, yes i i don't know the struggle because i'm not from it australia is, I, I haven't seen the decades-long fight so to get this it, done it's
2: 50 until i learn something more yeah. but right now i'm gonna give it a 50 because i i know i should be bothered i literally just heard of this
1: today so right i've never 50. heard of
2: nobody's cheese called coon
1: yeah <laughs> they probably they it's a, they probably like uh when they come into the party they're like man this party ain't got nothing without no coons in it okay it's time for us to get I'm hungry, alright? Where the coons
0: the the
2: So that that changed the the the, uh, the name of the black capitalist song. I'm getting to the coons. Everybody, <laughs> mad. Hey.
1: man. Eh Man, to
2: the money, don't they call money cheese?
1: They do call money cheese. I see where you're going over there. ha <laughs> ha! Uh Senator Tom Cotton says slavery was a necessary evil.
2: A hundred cause of your last name. I mean I mean I know it ain't their fault they got that last name, but I'm not
1: surprised that, you know, a guy last name Cotton is on the side of, you know, slavery was a necessary evil. Um yeah but his whole thing is like he don't agree with the 1619 project which you know takes the horrible controversial moral opinion that um slavery was bad and it was uh from the conception of this country that slavery was built into it right and um you know he wants to stop federal funding for schools that teach 16 the 1619 project to kids yeah
2: i wonder why because you want to get them stupid right i wonder why
1: 401 years later the truth of the country is not allowed to be spoken about because it'll be divisive to the kids karen okay you know how many of these kids walk around now thinking it's all good they don't know that racism exists and then someone brings up the 1619 project and they go oh my god i think racism is a thing majority um, of adults don't even know this left-wing propaganda's revisionist history at its worst he said in an interview friday
2: but it's facts so what the fuck are you talking about
1: mm-hmm. um
2: so zero to a Oh, i told you a hundred just because of his last name
1: yeah well it's a hundred for me as well that's terrible um all right let's see uh uh target and mtv blocked ads from the news mentioning george floyd at, at protest. Um, basically, just you know, actually, I kind of talked about this yesterday when I talked about uh, I think it was Ebony going under. Basically, like these companies um, don't want to be
2: tied with it. Don't
1: want their ads on articles about racial injustice and shit. Um, and which fundamentally demonetizes stuff like this. Now, at the same time, you can make an argument they don't want to trivialize it by saying buy pepsi right next to somebody getting choked out on a fucking video come on but since this is the way money, the money gets into uh journalism now it it just it de-incentivizes companies that write about things like this because you're not going to get the advertising dollars so mm-hmm. it's a real big conundrum i'm not as you know i know most people just went your cars you know they it is well you know we mad but for me i kind of was like i don't even know it would depend on the reasoning if that thing is it seems kind of trivial to sell fucking mcdonald's when brianna taylor is the subject of an article i kind of understand that point now if they just said we don't want to do it because fuck these articles then i don't then obviously that's just fucked up
2: yeah and 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 this it's it's like a catch-22 it's like either be all in or all out Mm. you can't write all these statements last month talking about we care about black lives, blah, 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 blah. We care about our black employees, blah, blah, blah. But no, we're not going to actually advertise. We're not, you know. So it's like a catch-22, you you know. It's like either do like y'all were doing before, stay completely the fuck out of it. Like, just be like, we're we're just not going to push we're not, we know we, we we are strictly a business we're not picking a side that's how companies used to be they used to be like that society has forced them to actually come out over the most recent yeah. time so it's like you you're giving people the mixed signal either stay in or stay out
1: well, i think people give them a mixed signal that's true because i mean it's like the thing blackout for black lives matter on this such and such day what all you did was post a square okay i'm not gonna post a square well if you post a square let's say why you did it don't use the hashtag black lives matter cause they like like and it comes with like a theme where the company goes oh, oh, oh I just don't post nothing oh if you don't post nothing that's even worse you don't care right so I do wonder I would need to know the internal reason obviously we can't know this from this you know they ain't gonna tell us mm-hmm. but I would need to know the internal reasoning for why they wouldn't want their ads in those articles cause I could underst- like I said there's a way I could understand it
2: right because it's like somebody some, died some, right. and you know, you're watching the video of somebody being bludgeoned or choked to death, Coca-Cola! Right. You know, those things, Not ch- let's keep it real, y'all, they don't go hand in hand, right. and if you're... There's, a some, there's,
1: the- there's something a little bit heinous about, especially with Breonna Taylor, about how commercial it has become. Right. So I could kind of understand, I don't know if they did this deep thinking on it, or they just knew third rail stay away or whatever, because cause the other thing is not like, uh, advertising is so fucking stupid, but it's not i shouldn't say stupid it's people are so wired weirdly about advertising and subliminal signals Mm -hmm. there might just be things where they're like if you have an article that is very like somber and sad and whatever and then you put this ad in it it doesn't make people think i'm gonna go get some mcdonald's
2: and they they probably done statistics which show you might actually get less clicks that's what i'm saying because if i'm coming for this ours are i want to see this and i'm not funny i'm not paying attention to your flashy shit or your 30 second commercial around
1: well even like yeah i just the odds of someone thinking taco bell and george florida to me feels low yes. or if they did associate it it would feel kind of like cheap on the like fucked up on the ad part like you really you trying to monetize this too like i capitalism so weird man i don't know how to you know i don't know how to feel about it yes it is i'll say yeah and
2: people have these raw feelings and raw emotions and they already feel a certain way about certain things anyway so regardless of if it's a commercial there or not they're still gonna a lot of those people are still gonna feel the same way regardless
1: yeah i'll say 50 man i definitely feel something but i don't even know how to describe it because yeah it it all seems kind of weirdly bullshit to be honest that like whether the fuck the target ad is in there or not it feels like bullshit and you know maybe if they made it you know maybe i don't know maybe i'm asking for too much or thinking about it too much but maybe if they had like an ad specifically for those situations where it's just like target saying black lives matter in the ad or something but then i know people would be fucking cynical about that they wouldn't want they wouldn't want people What about
2: the all Lives matter
1: well not that no no this is a black podcast we don't talk about them i'm talking about black people people i actually care about i can see black people being turned off by the commercialization of something like that yeah too. because so, like
2: i said it's, it's the catch 22 so today yeah. and so then you can't turn around and be mad when they go well we don't want to do a commercial anytime this happens because if we do it's a problem if we don't it's a problem so we rather yeah. not do
1: it and when does it end correct because it's not gonna end And when
2: is it appropriate and when it's not appropriate that's right. subjective
1: right because like i know me i have complicated feelings about the arrest the killers of Rihanna taylor shit going around mm-hmm. you know because just, i
2: don't think it's a joke and, I, and it, yeah it, it, it and some people mean to
1: me have turned it yeah and i don't like it but at the same time I don't know i mean i i do want people to be aware i Same. i, I, I want to give people the freedom to feel how they feel but yeah. it's a huge turn off to me when i see someone post one of these jokey ass like you know turn the next page to see my ass and you clip it and it's just like rest days kill brown like like uh meek mills girlfriend baby mama that he broke up with he put it on on uh twitter that they weren't seeing each other anymore and then uh she posted oh y'all the internet's talking about my relationship y'all want to know how i feel and then you click the next picture in the instagram and it's like arrest the killers uh beyond the tail and it's just like i i i guess like i don't want right. to assume you're a bad person but
2: okay.
1: to me that seems in really bad taste
2: right and a lot you of you know people what i mean going to take it like that
1: but uh, you know I, but but that's just my opinion that's mm-hmm. just my taste so i don't think this i don't think any of this shit is as black and white as people think it it seems like these companies need to just make these ads and put them in there it's like it's not as black and white because some people gonna we're not a monolith and there's gonna be some black people pissed at that like that what the fuck is this shit target you know uh especially the way ads are with these algorithms and shit it it ain't gonna it might not necessarily be as one-to-one as people think Mm -mm. like if you fuck around
2: catch a good algorithm you'll be seeing all types of shit flashing before somebody's death
1: right like it had a wrong fucking ad and shit like knee pads what the fuck is this
2: right um brace
1: yeah i don't know anyway all that to say i don't know so 50 um (laughs) care did you say your number
2: i give it about a 52
1: all right um let's do one more white woman who allegedly tossed a molotov cocktail at the new york police department blames black people
2: for her tossing it
1: amidst the police
2: way? i don't understand well i
1: have more stuff i'm gonna read okay go ahead go off no 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 no, i will wait i will no
2: i Mm you can continue reading i just have a lot of questions but you probably answer them when you read you time. can go ahead and
1: ask them all i'm, no. I'm fine
2: no because you I'm might chillin'. not know no
3: go
1: ahead uh amidst the police protests <laughs> in tribute to george floyd in florida the white we've only been doing the show 10 years y'all <laughs> doing, <laughs> <laughs> the white woman
2: like i don't know he gonna
1: read the article the white woman who <laughs> said the <to be> purest <laughs>
2: i still ask like what
1: the white woman me and justin who is said to be responsible for tossing a molotov cocktail at the new york police department car is blaming black people samantha shader shade indeed is uh And they
2: show gonna shade her
1: (laughs) they are (laughs) is allegedly is alleged of traveling all the way from catskill new york to brooklyn and throwing a deadly incendiary concoction similar to a grenade at officers in what was supposed to be a nonviolent protest talked about this i well it must have been a month or two ago and uh i think you guys know what this means okay it's time for y'all to get this work um because i saw the naysayers
0: i told you what did i tell you didn't i tell you because i told you Mm hmm. and
1: when did i tell you a long, long time, time ago. ago and what did i say what happened when i told
0: you exactly what just happened
1: Y'all tried to act like I was Terra Cruz, okay? Ah! I told y'all, man, these motherfuckers was infiltrating these protests, man. And then
2: going back to the fucking suburbs.
1: Like, I'm not saying there's never been a black person that looted or burned or robbed some shit, but dog, this shit, what, it didn't feel right. Mm -mm. In the middle of a fucking peaceful protest organized by people that are peaceful people that wanted a peaceful protest and them motherfucking white people in masks and shit just throwing fucking shit through the we helping like no they aren't helping the fuck are they doing they don't even live there they go back to their fucking community in catskills or whatever and leave them niggas there to get beat up by the fucking police fuck them you know what i mean i'm gonna fuck up your cvs to help you let me burn down your wendy's fuck you man come on like you're not an ally like that's not ally behavior what, nigga, like
2: we live here and i might work at that wendy's why the fuck would i burn it down if you
1: want to be an ally then follow the fucking leaders on the ground that are telling instructing people this is what we want to do this is the goal of our protest this is the aim of what we want to do you know i'm not and like i said i'm i'm not some like because because i need i i love coals so much and you negroes burn it to the ground it's not even like that it's just like these niggas aren't even from here Fuck are you doing? Sit your white ass down, and they' ain't gonna blame us at the end of the shit. So you get caught, you can't even stand up in your thing of right. yes, I did it. Fuck the police, all cops bad, but bar- not and you ain't bad about it. You threw the molotov and went, oh, who are the niggas that did this? I- ah! Oh my goodness! Didn't y'all see that black powder past my face? Uh, what is happening with these blacks? I I don't know what. Uh, who, did uh, you see who threw that? I do the club. Uh-huh. Hey, hey, hey! Time me to throw. Hey, hey, hey. Time me to throw hey, a, a Molotov cocktail at the police. Fuck the cops! I'm like get the fuck out of here! All of those cops are bad, baby. Nah, that bullshit, man. That fuck them, dog. That's that's so despicable to me. Um, yeah, she's 27 years old. Her defense for throwing the shot, the web- weapon is that three black people made her do it.
2: Who are these imaginary three black people you just made
1: up? I was approached on the street and given the bottle by a black male who was in the group with one other black male and a black woman. Cause you know how we do. Hey, I made some Molotov cocktails. Random white woman. As party favors. Uh, Whitey if you really care about black lives matter you'll try to kill them cops with it well i guess i have to Mm -mm. this'll be my reparations don't
2: believe you ma'am
1: bombs away uh shader gave a vivid description of three black people who allegedly gave her a weapon a thicker guy hey hey hey, it was me
2: i mean come on she describing the crew a tall skinny guy
1: (laughs) A skinny guy with dress,
2: yes,
1: of different colors, was wearing a toboggan over most of his face. So he had some big ass lips. Come on, and a smaller man with a hat. A smaller man with a hat.
2: She wanted two
1: people away from the whole crowd. Ain't
2: about five or six of them. <laughs> hey, you gonna throw this? You gonna throw this time, you know cocktail? What? You know what? We trying to frame them, but they really about to pin down.
0: Throw this cocktail, bitch!
1: Yeah, you better throw it. Yo, damn shit, baby and a woman was thin with poofy hair and a ponytail i don't remember no not, women on fat albert Poofy
2: t- not poofy hair
1: i don't think though there was. was there any women in the fat albert crew i feel like it i feel like there wasn't mm. so i don't but know you didn't that know that how to mean. say
2: fro just poofy hair I, I had just poofs
1: man get the fuck out <laughs> of here that's a
2: great description poofy hair
1: the blacks they had three black people one was thicker one had a, a d- d- dreads maybe dreads and was wearing a hat uh, then a black woman had a, uh, a afro, and and then like you know and some puff.
2: hmm
1: It was really she like had frizzy. A pic, she
2: had a pick in the hair with a power fist.
1: Right. She like she caused a so say. <laughs> so anyway, she about to catch this felony. Get her <laughs> the black the conspiracy to set up the innocent white woman at the march. You know how we do anyways 0 to
2: 100
1: yeah dracarys i fucking knew it i felt it in my spirit man when i watched that shit i said man that ain't all us Mm -mm. some of this shit is ridiculous you know what i mean like some of this shit is ridiculous i'm not and like i said i'm not this isn't even awesome because i don't want the cops to get hurt i don't give a fuck it's not Daddy it ain't about the it's, it's just the but, wanton destruction and the people among the crowd that delighted in it. And if you were on social media, you saw the videos of oh, people that were goodness, white yes, being did. the destructive people.
2: And, and niggas telling them, hey, the fuck you doing?
1: Right. There are several videos of that. Yeah, what are y'all doing? Mm-hmm, okay. This is not the point of the march. What y'all doing? Right,
2: right. You've seen them tell them that. That's because they didn't come for the right reasons. Right.
1: This nigga, oh, my God these whites what are we gonna do with them i don't know uh <laughs> it's such a problem it's such a menace uh all right let's get into some uh let's do some uh white people news um oh wait i gotta find a cover um uh guess what song okay we'll do this song and let me put it on the video for y'all i know y'all want to see this heat all right forgetting every time you're there um
2: she has a beautiful voice but i think the orchestra should have lowered their sound
1: yeah the sound mixing on that is off um yeah it's like and her mic isn't like lo- her mic isn't loud, loud enough, enough and yes. theirs isn't but even with and they, they also try to do something different and make it like acoustic but with, with orchestra and all this stuff mm-hmm. that's cool and all that shit but uh um, it ain't fucking with that original michael mcdonald's <laughs>
2: Oh, he coming to the cookout. I hope y'all know this.
1: Uh, yeah, he tried to tell us about Kanye, too. I don't
3: know. Yes,
2: somebody grandma is actually partying.
1: not gonna disrespect the god come that, on yeah he 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 brought it you can't really you know it was nice but she really needed the uh yeah he
2: he wanted a few people that if you heard his voice you'd be like oh that's a white man
1: yeah she needed somebody to mix that down but
2: yes the balance that the the balance yeah. her her voice with the orchestra it'd you didn't perfect. even
1: really hear the background singers mm-hmm. anyway we gotta talk about that you We man haven't done this in a while um but uh trump before we get to white people news supreme court rules donald trump must let accountants turn over his tax returns
2: so he we'll, ain't see. Gonna give
1: them. we'll see how that goes that motherfucker be out of office before he gotta do that shit Man. donald trump disgraced fixer michael cohen is back in custody after breaking curfew at a restaurant yeah He's trying he... to get
2: the same COVID. you you got him out of jail for but trying not to catch <laughs> right the fuck is
1: is this i think he backed out of jail by the way because i think they said that judge was vindictive or something i can't i don't keep up with it i don't know trump commutes roger stone's unjust jail sentence four days before he's due to report to jail so roger stone never had to spend a day in jail mm. and uh you know he did that right in front of everybody trump doesn't give a fuck about how you feel or you feel about it he's using the office the exact for all the evil shit that everyone is like no you can't use it for that He's like, watch me. What y'all gonna do? Yep,
2: you ain't writing no rule against it. And even if you did, fuck it.
1: Right. So you know that was one of those cases. I wonder what he's gonna do today.
0: I wonder what he's gonna do tomorrow. This guy, this guy's just pissing. He's pissing all over us. He's pissing on you. What? What does it taste like? She, what does it taste like? Cause you know what it tastes like. Piss to me.
1: Trump wore a mask in public for the first time, Um you know, at the, you know, the 400th, whatever. <laughs> ah, this nigga! He finally wore a mask! Oh my god. And it was, and people was like, today he finally became president. Like, get the fuck out of here. So, turn your paper in, latest fuck ass, still get an A motherfucker.
2: Mm. All the people died on your watch, my right. nigga.
1: But he wore a mask today 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 he became the commander in chief okay he learned how to do what we all need to do seven months ago trump's family has taken 12 times more protected trips than the obama family no shit
2: no shit no shit they have been saying that he's been traveling so much and they've been trying to protect him and his wife because at one period of time they were not even at the same residence they're probably not now so that's more money for the sequel service like these agencies are literally running out of their fucking yearly budget out of protecting you for taking these dumbass trips
1: uh trump says confederate flag is a proud symbol of the u.s south even though he's a fucking native new yorker i wonder what the what could he like about that flag and the people that support mm-hmm. it what, what could but, it be
2: but racism was on the down south y'all, y'all cause that, that that's what apple told me Applecat told me the yankees ain't racist
1: what could it be i'll never forgive motherfuckers for that day that uh super tuesday when uh southern black people voted for Biden, and it was turning on us and all this shit and i was like if it, it i had literally never thought this shit before that day because it was like a lot of northern people shit what are these niggas doing in the south we should be voting for bernie and all this shit even though they claim they hate bernie too and i was thinking i was like wait a minute bill uh all these terrible races. rudy giuliani was a mayor of new york city donald trump comes from new york city uh that nigga bill de blasio stopping fridge motherfuckers like he
2: didn't they ain't come from down here
1: right like y'all niggas got racism too what you talking like you do like it's just some shit that came from here like oh man those poor niggas don't know what they're doing down there they don't know how to handle the racism like y'all shit fucked up too leave us alone don't nobody be blaming y'all for these motherfuckers running shit we understand how racism works like right it ain't really got nothing to do with the black people that live there Mm -mm. somehow these races keep fucking winning
2: and it and it don't mean we stupid either
1: right oh my god i'll never forget that day Barron trump school is not resuming classes like normal this fall despite trump's push to reopen so your kids can go to school and get the rona but not trump's isn't that interesting uh donald trump this is probably the most absurd story this week and you and, know and he's absurd all every day yeah,
2: i mean how can he all do himself
1: well apparently dr fauci was throughout the first pitch between for the opener between the yankees and the washington nationals mm-hmm. donald trump stood on the briefing room stage at the white house and then declared that he too had been invited to throw out his own opening pitch
2: that can't be true then he said he
1: declined Randy Levine is a great friend of mine from the Yankees he said uh, and he asked me to throw out the no and he asked me to throw out the first pitch and I think I'm doing that on August 15th at Yankee Stadium except he had not actually been invited on that day by the Yankees he had not been told that Um, and then the Yankees came
2: out and declined and said that's not true right
1: i think before they could even say that he said he declined it, it was because not- of my strong focus on the china virus including scheduling meetings oh. on vaccines Come our me. economy and much else i won't be able to make be in new york to throw out the opening pitch for the at yankees on august 15th he wrote in twitter um we will make it later in the season he says uh keep in mind the yankees have never invited him or disinvited him he made all of that shit up and the part that bothers me is not that he made it up. It's that it was reported as fact because he said it. And people got mad at the Yankees and were reporting it like, how can you dare do this? And, and and none of this actually ever happened. It To me, it's as offensive as, not as offensive, but it's the same as him saying George Floyd would have loved the economy. It's doing so great. And the economy wasn't doing great. And obviously, George Floyd would not have gave a fuck about that shit. So, fuck him.
2: Yeah, except for the fact that they covered it like it was real news and the thing is these are professional organizations if he was coming they would have known this in advance and we would have known it you know mm-hmm. prior to this but you're literally making shit up and I think that's because he was jealous that Fauci he actually was. got invited mm-hmm. ain't nobody invite him to shit you because know, right. a lot of teams across the sport stopped going to the president thing afterwards NBA like niggas we're we, we not going you know People are like, we're not going up there to see you. And I think he's used to people tolerating him, but they tolerated you when you had no goddamn power. You got too much power now for people just to tolerate you anymore.
1: Well, he's used the power in a fucked up way. It's not that he got too much power. They love power. If anything, it's because he has too little power now. He's used it so fucked up. These people are abandoning a sinking ship. Um, The thing for me that I think is, uh, speaks volumes to is that he is so... I view Trump through the lens of the anti Obama backlash. Um, from black and white people alike. From mm-hmm. just a lot of people that don't subconsciously they haven't even processed their feelings about it. Obama was so great that we like the most woke people try to tamp it down and be like, he wasn't that great. They've been on this shit for eight years. Yes, Fuck them. They, they don't know what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. Secondly, there's been white people that are like he's not that great because he's black and i don't want a black person so they went and got the opposite of obama so what i mean with trump obama was so rigorously compulsively geared to transparency and trying to tell the truth in many cases when it did not benefit him no nope. if you think about the biggest hits on his career it's it's transparency it's because he opened up about stuff they weren't talking about. Right. It's hey, this is how many people, this is how much drones are being used overseas. He reports those numbers. Not we didn't find that out. He voluntarily is like y'all the American people deserve to know what's happening. Um the uh the same thing for um police malfeasance, like Ferguson report, that's him. Uh same thing for de- deportations at the border. That's him saying we didn't have to tell, we never were telling people the american people deserve to know what their country is doing and then people go oh this is the fucking worst okay trump is worse in every aspect there is less transparency come on and people can't fucking help themselves they still shit on obama and 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 skip over trump like yeah oh and, and the thing is obama was so dedicated to the truth to a fault took the hit for it this man is so the opposite of obama he's dedicated to the lie to a fault to a fault like he would lie about something you don't even need to lie about
2: don't got to lie you didn't even have to say that nobody would have cared yeah but because you're so petty that that in his mind he was like oh he got invited i got invited wait a minute no i didn't we know you didn't get invited we know you did not get no professional baseball team in their right mind even if these people supported you because you're so toxic right now would invite you even if they funded you they would not invite you to to the stadium and the
1: people who will believe them are the people that have to believe him because they've sunk so far into his white supremacy with them correct um his new favorite COVID doctor believes in alien dna demon sperm, and hydroxychloroquine and she's a black woman so at least you got to support you know the the diversity
3: mm-mm, mm-mm. listen
1: but Mm-mm. i believe black women okay no, trust black women is what Mm-mm. i say Nope. okay um Mm-mm. black Mm-mm. that's what they i'm just saying that's what i've been Mm-mm. told on the internet karen
2: Ah, don't care what them negroes told you wow
1: nope. oh okay all right um i guess karen doesn't believe in trusting black women i guess i'm the only one on the show that supports the sisters on here Mm-mm. Mm-mm.
2: nope if i didn't trust peanut butter and jelly i don't trust her
1: demon sperm okay how do you get that i don't know
3: he told me to do it who told you to do it the demons
1: yeah her name is stella Emanuel. he declared a video of hers was a must watch um she's a star on the right wing internet garners tens of millions of views on facebook Yo, these black people, I do have to give it to them. They be grifting.
2: Like I have never—they hey, know how to do the come up.
1: The, these black
2: people, they oh, are always money at me. The they don't like
3: me. Come on, out
2: of
0: like I be getting to the money. Everybody made. I Think i getting too much money. Everybody. Made.
1: They the real say
2: what you want to say. I am counting them commas.
1: They the real black capitalists.
2: Counting them commas and them dollars.
1: I think Coon stands for
2: Laughing if you want to, your broke ass niggas.
1: I think Coon stands for coins over other Negroes. Shit. Come on. That's what's happening. They are they are getting this money, okay? damn tens of millions of views just to say regurgitate what white people want to say already but they but then to be black with it you know it's all a hoax uh hit the cash app all right y'all i'm a black woman in a doctor's lab coat so i must send this to all your family
2: (laughs) cha-ching 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 is she did she even go to
1: school put this in the group chat and they do it white people that eat most easily program motherfuckers dog oh my god white supremacy really got white people so fucked up that you can just like program them like like russia can steal the election because it just be like black lives matter is terrorist organization they'd be like (gasps) well i already am scared of negroes i better go vote for trump like this is crazy throw all the money at you too oh my god anyway she's somewhere getting rich come on uh she would consider other med- the other medical claims she's made including those about alien dna the physical effects of having sex with witches and demons in your dreams Yeah, she said men have erectile dysfunction because um they uh have sex with demons and then uh in their dreams and they, they can't get it up mm-hmm. and also got gyna- gynecological problems like sister endometriosis are the fact cause because people have sex with the uh, demons
2: not your diets
1: nah. Karen Karen. Nah. I'm telling you what she said nah. you're not a doctor I'm looking at a black woman in a lab coat and I've been told to trust black where women
2: where did my PhD come from
1: the internet hashtag believe black women that's nope. what I do
2: nope. I and knew, sir. if it's
1: in a hashtag how can it be a lie no sir I,
2: no. I, so I don't care I believe her I don't and the second it don't benefit her, she gonna leave that office.
1: Karen, I don't think a woman that looks like the mama from good times will tell me a lie. I I'm do. sorry. I do to your face. Mm. Okay. All right. I don't think I don't think James Brown's body double would Oh no Would put on a lab coat and then and, and tell me a lie like this. This is a black woman I'm looking at here, Karen. Oh no. You really gonna look at this face and tell me she lying. Yes she is. Wow. Wow you know misogyny isn't just a thing that men participate in
2: apparently not mm,
1: you probably been having demon sex and that's probably you. probably full of demon sperm right now that's why you're talking like this <laughs> if i
2: was i wouldn't tell you about it
1: the lord jesus don't want you like this but okay i see anyway um this has gone on over two hours already duh i uh, will try to do some quick white people news um damn uh you okay what white people do um taylor Swift's surprise eighth album folklore has sold 1.3 million copies in 24 hours
2: come on mm,
1: the queen is back okay and by queen i mean q w e e n queen she is back okay i knew she was on some new shit when she started the first album cussing i mean the first song was cussing she okay, was let like, me
2: put that out on my, on my title she
1: was like i'm on some new shit i mean nah, it's still somber Abercrombie and fitch hits like you know huh? it's not it's not it's, it ain't no 1989 but um i did give her some streams though so i guess i'm part of the 1.3 million you know so she out here supporting these black lives in the lgbtq community i said you know what sis you gonna get this play okay so i hit that play for her um yeah uh it it had broken the record for spotify said it broke the record for first day album streams by a female artist with 80.6 million streams i was one of those Blat out your boy put on for your girl you know how we do tay tay go on and get your coins okay we love to see it meanwhile apple music said it delivered the most streamed pop album on apple music in 24 hours with 35.47 million streams And this is a surprise album she had posted on her uh, instagram and twitter just a picture of her being like uh just not doing nothing or something like that i forget the exact the caption was basically like you know i ain't up to nothing and that was eight days before she dropped this bombshell on america okay they wasn't ready Mm -mm. uh selena had captioned a screenshot of herself listening to the album that said uh the lead single cardigan and said she's done it again at taylor swift yeah the day she posted that picture on instagram of her just sitting in the house was the day she recorded cardigan okay mm-hmm. we stay in the legend okay come
2: on a queen
1: we stand in a queen that just sat around mining her mayonnaise and putting out these hits um <clears throat> it could become the biggest debut of 2020 thus far oh you know think about it too everyone in the house yep so they you got a captive audience almost
2: yeah
1: Mm. Uh, she described the album as an entire brand new album of songs i poured all my whims dreams fears and muses into before this year i probably would have overthought when to release the music the music as the perfect time but times we're living in keep reminding me that nothing is guaranteed no it's not my gut is telling me that if you make something you love you should just put it out into the world that's the side of uncertainty i can get on board with after years of facing negativity mainly through fuse of Kim and Kanye, uh our or music manager Scooter Braun, it seems Taylor has reminded fans and critics what should be paid attention to, her music and songwriting skills. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Good good on you Taylor. Love to see it. Yes sir. Uh Elizabeth Hurley. Um who? A white actress. Um uh, I think she was in Umbrella Men, maybe? um anyway she's uh 55 and she showed off her phenomenal body
2: she don't look 55
1: well that's the point karen okay that's why we talking about her um that's what happens when you mind your business she shared another yeah you know come to think of it Uh, for real
2: white women in mind their business they don't be they don't be aging (laughs)
1: they go well they do go well together come on uh proving to be her best folks model the 55 year old slipped into a skimpy two-piece in a blue and white striped design putting on a busty display elizabeth displayed her washboard abs and toned limbs as she laughed in a snap honey
2: i look like that when i'm 55 younger but tell me shit
1: right she is holding it down um she added large square sunglasses to the look as she stood in front of lush trees and grass a glimmer of the sea in the background on monday she shared a video lying in the grass highlighting her statuesque frame in a pair of beige slim thick chinos as she waved her arms above her head look at her just rolling in the grass that good for you girl okay mm-hmm. she getting her best quarantine on you
3: may as well
1: uh oh another so she loved so this is a thing her in these bikinis mm-hmm. okay the austin power star teamed her off-duty look with a light blue polo t-shirt which teased as her at her toned stomach as she took in nature and fresh air keeping to her casual appearance she sported a pair of white trainers she held up shade that held her shades you know what's so interesting too when we cover these articles where it's like look at this woman being fine as shit at 55 just sitting around being fine all the credits be like 20 years old because hollywood don't give a fuck They were like, I don't give a fuck if you're a fine 55-year-old. You're 50. You can never work in this town again. Bring in the next young model. (laughs) Crazy.
2: Right? It don't make sense.
1: Yeah. Uh, You're going to be a mom. You can't be a love interest. Right. No one would want to have sex with a super hot 55-year-old. Are you crazy?
2: That's a lie. As
1: a 75-year-old man dating a 21-year-old, let me tell you something. Right? I didn't get to the top of the studio having sex with 55-year-old women. First of all, they be saying no to things. They have standards and they want shit. Yeah, I'm not trying to hear that. (laughs) They got demands. They don't apologize when they write. It's just too much. They just don't eat what I give them. elizabeth and her 18 year old son have been working through a tough time lately following the death of his father steve being the multimillionaire, tragically committed suicide by leaving to his death from his los angeles apartment Aww. on 20, on the 22nd of june amid a battle with depression oh i didn't even know this uh last month liz and damien thanked fans for their overwhelming can- kindness following his father's suicide uh the student took the to instagram where he posted a photograph and shared a gratitude field captioned alongside the message read i'd like to thank you all again for the kindness over the past few days your love and support has helped me greatly during this challenging time he took the to instagram hours after the devastating news emerged mm. so that's her and her ex there man Mm-mm-mm. oh that's their son damien
2: Mm-hmm he probably a model you like a model too i about to say he probably is a model running
1: the family man might as well get this money well condolences to them though mm-hmm. you know sad to see people go out like that gone with the wind star speaking of going out and being sad uh olivia day Haviland dies at 104 years old
2: good gosh she's old as the movie how old is that movie
1: 2020 keeps taking everything karen yeah that
2: movie's old
1: that movie is old. That's correct. Hmm. Um, Olivia de Havilland, a star of Hollywood's fable Golden Age and a two-time uh, Academy Award-winning actress, has died at 104. The British-American dame, best known for her role as Melanie Hamilton in Gone with the Wind, 1939, passed away peacefully in her sleep at her home in Paris, France on Saturday. And
2: she was peaceful.
1: She probably lived a dope life. A whole
2: century, my nigga.
1: Right you know going with the wind racist and shit so like she kind of got to skate on that it was a different time you know it literally was it's like all the movies was racist yes it's called the golden age because no blacks were allowed that's what. <laughs> that's we, why i was golden that's what it means <laughs> it's not the cold age uh less than a month earlier uh she had been the last survivor and they have who had been the last survivor star of the classic movie had celebrated her birthday on july 1st
2: well, she just had a birthday
1: she enjoyed a remarkable life and career appearing in 49 major films that turned her into a global icon and landed her two best actress oscars for each to for each to each his own in 1946 and the heiress in 1949 respectively last night the world lost an international treasure i lost a dear friend and beloved client her former lawyer Suzelle smith said um so that's her back in the day um she gone with the way 20s then wasn't she hmm you know her films is in technicolor and shit
2: come on technicolor
1: mm-hmm. like you gotta get the shit she
2: was around for vhs she was around for a lot of shit
1: gotta get that the movie channel to see shit She she's
2: around for a lot of vaccines
1: she's seen slavery you know literally yes yes she did she was sitting around like you know what uh make america great again uh i remember when we had slaves okay that was a time you used to be the economy. So y'all doing good. Calm Come down. on. Uh, Chelsea Handler recreates Martha Stewart's sexy pool pic. So Martha Stewart took a picture right here. You can see it mm-hmm. in the pool luxuriating. Come on, Martha. Thirst trapping at 78. Come on. Okay. Like this thing still got some miles left. Okay. Uh, trying to come quarantine with your girl. You know, she ain't letting nobody quarantine. She ain't catching that COVID and dying. Nope. She probably, uh, but you know, just giving you that look. And then Chelsea Handler tried to do the look as well. It's not just
2: saying. It's not mm-hmm. as
1: successfully, I don't mm-hmm. think. No, mm-hmm. no offense to Chelsea Handler. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah. So after the 78 year old lifestyle girl put up that thirst track, uh, thirst trap, um chelsea handler wrote i'm here to take at martha stewart 48's swimming lesson if i look this good at 78 i better still have a pool to show myself in fans were lapping up the copycat post oh my god so freaking good said nicole Schwarzer uh scherzinger Scherzinger? uh oh yeah we saw her in raleigh with jl Mm -hmm. Uh, with katie Keurig uh reacted with a simple smiling emoji however it seems martha stewart wasn't so delighted she said i'm so happy that you like my post well enough to emulate it i do think my pool is a little bit prettier than yours and that my facial expression is a little more relaxed nevertheless nevertheless you are a beautiful girl and fucking too young to be emulating me she said uh continue with your comedy your humor and your amazing ability to gather around your you political liberals we need it love martha i mean
3: you
1: always always do that backwards that kills me look i'm left-handed it's a little shady little shady martha um and i don't think chelsea that's what she ripped her down and then built her back up that's the worst kind of shade
2: that's the the most polite backhanded shade
1: she like tore her to shreds like first of all I did it better at 78 and you could never and look at my pool <laughs> you broke bitch second of all good with your little comedy and your friends and your liberals good with that I, I hope y'all do some good things together okay little baby now don't come over here y'all gonna stick, be great yeah don't come in my pool stick to the rivers and streams that you used to but don't go chasing waterfalls over here which my pool does have one because I'm rich probably do and, you 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 could never okay uh flipping her last name selling sunset star heather ray is engaged to flipper flops to el musa after he made romantic proposal on their anniversary
2: on oh, the tv show i was gonna say flip a flop yeah mm-hmm. that's tv show
1: it's a romance made in reality tv heaven flipper flops tariq el musa who has proposed to his selling sunset star girlfriend heather, heather ray on their one year anniversary el musa 38 popped the question to realtor young 32 on a romantic boat trip to catalina island because white people still doing things mm-hmm. rich people like uh fuck a mask what y'all talking about my mask is that none of you can get within 10 feet uh, <laughs> oh no i'll just go to my own island i sorry i, I thought you guys understood i'll hop in my plane all right i'll be fine uh as it was initially initially for their anniversary of one year his bride-to-be was said to be completely shocked and taken aback by the proposal proposing on the anniversary mm. good move bad move karen what do you think
2: oh well, that's a good thing because then you remember it
1: mm. you would think that because you never remember ours
2: i, I don't was, i'm I'm terrible.
1: She said yes. He captioned a photo of the pair on Instagram while adding the humorous hashtag, flipping her last name. While Young took her to her social media, one of us is having the best surprise weekend of her life while she posed in a swimsuit on an inflatable unicorn. Per the report, El Musa dressed up in a full tuxedo to get down on one knee and ask for Young's hand in marriage despite being on a sandy beach the hgtv star said is said to have picked an eight carat emerald cut diamond ring to put on her finger which he chose because eight is a lucky number and because obviously he can afford it
2: come on (laughs) i don't know how many zeros and commas in that but it probably is if eight
1: is my lucky number can i have an eight carat ring when i go down to the jeweler no Mm -hmm. oh they don't sell those in Kaylee, uh, wherever I can only afford it, mm-hmm. Jared's, mm-hmm.
2: uh. You are not gonna get it at Jared's, no. When
1: I go to the mall, mm-hmm. <laughs> to, to Brownlee, mm-hmm. I said Kaylee. When I go to the mall at Brownlee Jewelers, they not, they don't have the eight carrots in there for your boy. And
2: you may, may find it at Zales. That's a, <laughs> that's a mite.
1: Listen, I'm, my lucky number is eight. I'm gonna need an eight car ring, mm-hmm. sir, sir, mm-hmm. sir. He, he going
2: he going to a personal juror for that.
1: Security, can we? We got we you, have you, an you, obvious. You, you
2: don't belong here.
1: We have an obvious thief. Yeah, uh, no, Wander. Bugs Bunny
2: does not does not here. Uh, we we talking about real cares. He's fit here.
1: He's fit the description. <laughs> Huh. young was expected to have an anniversary celebration on catalina which is near los angeles and, and the southern california coast but she was surprised to walk down a flower line path to find her love under two palm trees that had grown together as if they were kissing she knew right she probably knew what are this camera crew doing here oh my god a very special episode of flip or flop <laughs> she turned to the camera we'll be I'm right on. back I'm
2: on. Up at the beach with you
1: will i accept we'll be right back after these messages to let you know <laughs> oh no the, oh my god the paparazzi was here oh they flew what have
2: known
1: who knew that they flew on the photographer the camera crew flew on a plane with us oh my god the couple celebrated their proposal with a romantic dinner in their own cabana with a flower top table and a pink neon sign reading The Future Mrs. El Musa. The surprise anniversary trip began on Wednesday where El Musa picked up Young on his boat and the two shared a four-course meal on a board while sipping on cocktails and enjoying the sunset.
2: You know you got the life. I don't roll up in the car, I roll up on the boat.
1: You know they didn't make that. Like, someone made the four-course meal
2: oh yes yeah, you, you know yeah. staff
1: made the four course yeah. meal we started off our one year at a celebration with a candlelit dinner on the boat and the most incredible private chef did i call it from at bon appetit agency to wrote on uh instagram they do look super happy mm-hmm. you know i mean but if you just rich i mean this is a time where you should be looking happy uh they had a serious case of giggles in a triumphant video he posted it to his instagram stories on sunday afternoon he wore a black rvca tank top while she wore a white leopard print top all right guys we did it we're engaged they both gush we did it last night here in Catalina island and it was like the most beautiful thing he continued did you have fun last night he asked his fiance before they went in uh, for a quick peck he joked that some of his fans saw the engagement coming and called it a nightmare trying to keep everything secret from Young. We're just in love and having fun. El Musa finished the video before giving her another kiss. Well, good for y'all, man. It is so good to see even in a pandemic. These whites are just killing it out here. Living
2: their best lives.
1: You know, like, oh, you can't hold these white people down, man. I tell you, Mm -mm. it's the best, really. A U.S. lottery jackpot was shared after a 1992 handshake. What? That's right. 30 years ago joe feeney and tim cook made a pact in 1992 sealed with a handshake that if one of them won the u.s powerball lottery they would share it joe said he was stunned when his friend called to say they were sharing 22 million dollars worth of jackpot mm. he called me and i said are you jerking my barber the keen fisherman Not said the two men live in the minamani area of the u.s state of wisconsin the congrats, congratulations to tom joe and their families wisconsin lottery director cindy Posen said in the statement power of friendship and a handshake was paid off i'm thrilled for them their lucky day has arrived oh my god that's you know what that's, that's a friend that's a friend that's mm-hmm. i love when good things like this happen to these white people you just you know it lets you know the world is still rotating hey, come on it's gonna be okay there's still hope out there you know the man didn't even expect the money. No, he didn't. Didn't he know he had the right to it? He's like, uh, you know what? Because he was like, I wouldn't have did it. You know, so good for good for them. Mm. Uh, one more white. This is so refreshing. I love this news.
2: Don't you feel better? I feel better.
1: Mm. This is a good. This is a good episode. Just for, off the strength of these white folks. Last one. Hugh Hefner's widow, Crystal Hefner, spotted kissing new man in Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> you think she didn't when she did (laughs) I respect a player that knows how to play the game okay give her her things because this is what you do she didn't suck that man's old jiggly balls for nothing for nothing Mm -mm. Mm -mm. she swooped in and said listen I have done my time come on okay I have gone down on his uh just wrinkly gravy train and now it's time for to me to reap the benefits. To re- yes it's time to reap what i sowed when i was jerking this old man off come on when i was letting him hump on top of me like that dude that died in color purple this, this is the day I dreamed of.
2: Yeah, but one good thing, he didn't last long, so it ain't like she had to put a whole lot of effort, but just for the whole- Who, Hugh like, Hefner? Yeah.
1: I don't know nothing about sex with an 80 year old man. Did it last long or do you last longer? I don't know. Oh,
2: well, Maybe it yeah, takes the, forever. The technology, yeah, they got She bio-caples. might be down there on
1: her iPad for all I know. It don't matter. Dad! I didn't have to suffer. She went through that so that y'all won't have to go through that. I and what did she get at the end? some of that money and now she dating a nice young man with washboard abs they ain't gonna like it they ain't gonna like it i
0: be getting to the money Everybody made they just getting too much money
1: i love to see a gold digger win
2: come on get that Mm. bag honey
1: very few things this is the championship yeah very few things make me just well played ma'am. i mean because you gotta think about it you're investing at a young age you're 20 something years old
2: the rest of your life you're
1: giving up what five six years of this old nigga's life sucking some dick the men to your age they don't know how to fuck anyway so who gives a fuck oh oh, 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 this old man is giving fucking me and keep in mind you're in a harem so he probably fucking like a different chick every every couple days right so you just you know you you come on you kiss him in the cheek you jack him off till he falls asleep or some shit you don't know the difference Mm -mm. oh yeah yeah i'm sucking your dick oh it's the best and then you fucking go play video games watch tv party with the other girls probably fucking all kinds of dudes on the side and shit the nigga dies half You see what I'm saying? Now you got the money, cause he dead. Matter of fact, if he die, all. Right? Unless he got some children or some shit, you get, you get some of the money. Okay? You put in your sweat equity. Now you cashed out. Boom. You can, you still got the last name. It's time to go to the beach and get with some Abercrombie and Fitch looking niggas. And that's exactly what she is doing with this man and his capris. Okay? I don't, you can't blame her. I don't blame her mm-hmm uh the former playmate and widow of Hugh Hefner was recently spotted at Casa de Mita Resort in Mexico with a man identified by the New York Post page six as Nathan Levi a 32 year old spaceship engineer yeah and that's the other thing too you never gonna because because you know it's Hugh Hefner you're never gonna go out of style no you're a white blonde woman he yeah so you're gonna all these dudes are gonna want some too they love these this this assembly line shit
2: the basic model yes
1: you got your pick for other litter for the rest of your life and you don't need any of them
2: right and you got that name which you're gonna be forever paid for just mm-hmm. off of that name Mm-hmm.
1: the romance marks crystal's first public relationships is Heaven's his death almost three years ago the founder of playboy magazine thought yeah, blah, blah, blah. he was 91 Mm -mm -mm. the media trailblazer wed crystal Nee harris on uh new york new year's eve 2012 uh he was previously married to college sweetheart millie williams from 1949 to 1959 and model kimberly conrad from 1989 to 2010 oh girl you play musical dick chairs and you won
2: oh Mm they was hoping they could wet him out and they didn't they didn't quite make it you mm-hmm. made it to the end because you know
1: what kimberly conrad wasn't ready for after she married this man in 1989 and stayed in for 21 years you know what she wasn't ready for you know what she could never get prepared for 24 year old crystal coming through right like black ale you know what this is you i will suck those fucking balls and he was like dry you know what you know what ma'am you have yourself a deal uh yeah she and hefner who had a 60 year d- age difference first got engaged in 2010 though she called it out four days before they're playing 2011 a, we- a wedding in june they later reconciled and said a new date after his divorce from conrad was finalized oh so she got her up out of there oh that's a chess move
2: yeah she's she, like huh she, me you right. decide
1: you know she made him wait he was like yeah you know uh i i, I think we could get married and you know we could be together she was like have you got your divorce from your ex from your other wife i mean it's not finalized yet well call at me when it's finalized and then you can get some of this pussy and he was like you know what my dick is not my friend at seven at 90 years old i'm gonna do it i'm gonna divorce my motherfucking wife for this young 24 year old prime mm-hmm. playboy vagina
2: i don't give a damn if it give me a heart attack i'm on it anyway Mm-mm.
1: probably how he died on top of her come on in the years after the wedding the two retreated from the spotlight settling to a quiet life at home and you know it was killing her it was killing her Twenty four years old, the prime in your life, the best you ever gonna look. Playboy supermodel. And now you got this old man being like, I just wanna stay in and watch the Andy Griffith show. And you got to stay there and watch fucking Andy Griffith with and and shit with this dude and then fucking jack him off every night so he can go to sleep.
2: Y'all there watching in the heat of the night.
1: Right. You gotta watch fucking I Love Lucy reruns and the rest of your 24 year old friends y'all in
2: there watching the dating game
1: right you looking at your friends on the gram and they out here like oh
2: girl yeah we getting drunk yeah you watching them they're going shot 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 shot
1: right the Lakers just showed up we in the fucking mall girl woo that's what we're into and you sitting at home on the couch curled up with this nigga watching motherfucking reruns of the the, the fucking johnny carson late night show and shit and you're like oh i really like this can i have another glass of milk and like oh god the whole
2: time you go it's worth it girl it's worth it right
1: let me go warm this milk up for this old gumless nigga you gotta go do this shit it was worth it at 24 but then you get your freedom and his money it's well worth it It's well worth it. I respect these ladies. Come on. Cause you know what? I ain't got it in me.
2: No, and not trying to funny. A lot of women put in, put in, put in that, uh, that, uh, dick sweat equity for free.
1: Men do not, listen, men do not do this. We could do this, by the way. Men don't do this. We don't invest with too much temptation. You will never find a 24 year old man who's willing to just be like, I'm going to go making my life's mission to fuck i don't know helen Mirren, who's a fine old lady but oh no 24 year old man's like no i need to get prime 24 year old pussy this is what my life i am only fucking hot hot women because i I look great i work out all the time i'm cashing my chips in into immediate gratification only a woman would take the time and invest a 24 year old body and be like nah i'm gonna get to come up at the end i will wait the five six years for this nigga to die off 10 years whatever he dies now i got the money and i still young enough getting these streets oh come man on. i stand a legend she was like y'all laughed at me ha 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 bitches shout out to all the playboy models that didn't make it didn't have a fortitude come on didn't have a will that just you know just just chickened out when they got down to them wrinkly ass balls and shit you know it's so, like oh god even the pubes is gray and falling out Ugh. yeah
2: honey she she had the, the courage of steal it's like you know what it don't matter it's gonna pay off she's it's gonna
1: like pay off. as far as I'm concerned I am sucking a bank account that's what I'm doing come on you know this nigga had allowances and shit and probably one of her dressed in like old school clothes and put on these yeah, bobby socks she,
2: she out there like uh, uh what you call it uh that prairie tv show Ah, what is that down on the prairie little house on the prairie yes little house
1: on the prairie yeah i yeah she had to watch all that michael landon and shit and then this nigga of these old ass stories you know i remember back when i went to a sock hop uh in 1965 you know back then the girls would wear these little pencil skirts i bet you she she watched gone with the wind and I said there were plenty of bloomers that ah! I was I was looking up bloomers and I said, I'm gonna put that in a mo I'm gonna put that in a magazine. And that's how I and that's how uh where was I talking? Uh a computer, man, curtain, uh camera umbrella. What is happening? Yeah, she won. I don't blame her. After he died, Crystal told people she was heartbroken and in disbelief. Disbelieve, mm-hmm. disbelieve. You know she couldn't believe. She got all that. They ain't gonna like me. Ain't
0: gonna like me. I be getting to the money. Everybody
1: man, I, I can't believe that, I did that, it. That's
2: probably what when she played. As soon as she heard the news, mm-hmm.
1: she I'm in disbelief. I'm
2: rich
0: beyond. <laughs>
1: Oh, she playing that car to be money! He was an American hero, a pioneer, kind and humble soul who opened up his life and home to the world. I felt how much he loved me. I loved him so much. I'm so grateful. He gave me life. He gave me direction. He gave, he taught me kindness. I will feel eternally grateful to him, to have been by his side holding his hand, telling him how much I love him. He changed my life. He saved my life. He made me feel loved every single day. He was a beacon to the world, a force unlike anything else. There never has and never will be another Hugh M. Hefner. Mm
2: Mm-hmm. Cause you know what happened? All the rest of the women they had to beat it. So you end up getting like the house, the mansion, like that. Like after he died, that's basically was the end of the party for all them other women.
1: After she said that shit, she got up from her chair in the um in the funeral home, and then she started walking and she was walking all fucked up at first and then she just started walking normal after a while. also kai's associate shit it was like the end of usual suspect oh i'm crazy oh you is the, the, oh oh, i got this money yes get in this back of this limo driver take me to the nearest male strip club okay i'm trying to see line. all the dicks uh, fa- slap me in the face with them i don't care oh she won yes yeah, she did it's good to see good people win You know, uh, sorry to all the people. She was
2: like, I had all these tricks and I couldn't even use them on that old man.
1: Sorry to the runners up. Okay.
2: (laughs) Second place means, uh, first loser.
1: Mm hmm. Ex-wives coming to get like they wedding dress and shit. Like, "Mm uh-uh bitch, Mm -mm. that's my wedding dress.
2: Nope, I didn't get off of my
1: property. I didn't drain these fucking ancient balls every day for the last four five years for you to come in here and get your wedding ring. I don't give a fuck what kind Mm -hmm. of family heirloom it is it's my family heirloom Mm -mm. now
2: no mm -mm. i didn't deal with this sperm dust in the face for you think you're gonna bring your ass in here and take some shit no ma'am i've done my dues
1: Mm -mm. the only fine china in here is just china white cocaine i'm gonna be doing off your plates for the rest of my life bitch now get out of the mansion okay fire call security A Brockway man allegedly enters home armed with a samurai sword. A Brockway man is facing felony charges, burglary charges for allegedly stealing a samurai sword and entering multiple homes. Du 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 Bois-based state police filed charges against Christopher Eugene Nolan, 32, including burglary, three counts of criminal trespass, entering structure, theft by unlawful taking, as opposed to the lawful taking of theft, theft. Right, right two counts of disorderly conduct criminal mischief and public drunkenness and similar misconduct and a in the pear No. according to the affidavit of probable cause police are dispatched to call a suspicious person on July 7th the caller said the man came out of the woods near a residence while people respond while police responded they were informed the man had entered a residence um at clay point road without permission he was later identified as nolan the homeowner told police nolan walked into his house then closed and locked his front door according to the affidavit he said nolan was carrying what looked like a sword with him nolan allegedly walked into the back bedroom of the home opened the window pushed out the screen and jumped from the window
3: holy
2: shit
1: he then fled down the road nolan then allegedly entered another home on the same road again without permission what
2: is he in What's happening in here
1: <laughs> homeowner said uh he walked in through the front door and told her to call nine one one because someone was trying to kill him nolan then walked back to the hallway and entered the owner's bedroom where he locked himself in when police arrived they checked the room but did not find nolan it was later discovered he had covered himself in a pile of the owner's clothing to hide damn what are you getting to like a hoarder's house uh-huh. how much clothes you had in the pile right according to the affidavits. days <laughs> He must have been on your side of the bed. I know, right? <laughs> I'm
2: going to get on all the clothes.
1: As police, walked, <laughs> police walked around walked around. They found Nolan trying to lead through a bedroom window. He allegedly ignored verbal commands from the officer and was eventually stopped by use of a taser, according to the affidavit. He was transported to the hospital for treatment. Later the same day, his o- uncle contacted police and said a black samurai sword had been stolen from his residence recently. He said he came home to find Nolan in his home without permission. Well, this seemed to be his M.O. To be there a few days uh, prior, the sword was found in his backyard at the first home Nolan had entered. Nolan is currently being held in Jefferson County Jail in lieu of $25,000 bail. He weighed his right to a preliminary hearing and is waiting to appear in the Jefferson County Court. All right, that's it. Tomorrow, we'll be back uh, at 5. Our guest will be Morgan P. Campbell.
2: The, I haven't had him on for a while.
1: Well, the P stands for published author, apparently. Come on. So, can't wait to talk to him. It's been a while since we got to kick it with the homie. Oh, that is going to be fun. Um, I'm sure he's going to flaunt how... If he's still in Canada. I'm sure he's going to tell us how much better it is up yeah, there. Yeah, he's going to tell us how great he's living his best life. Yeah, they probably walking out without a mask and, and living just with that health care anyway
2: one make sure all on themselves laughing at us
1: yeah we'll be back thank y'all for listening we we'll appreciate y'all uh it's a long one but we had a good time until next time i love you i love you too Mwah. Mm-hmm.